Oh, you're talking to the microphone? We're sitting here at the cast and couch here. The Dexcast. Welcome back. 2024 here. Oh, hold up. Time out. Time out. You're calling this the cast and couch. It, 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 it's, it, it's the Dax and couch. <laughs> We're at the Dax pad today. The return of oh. the Dax cast. I haven't done one in a bit here. I want to start doing a little bit more. So um, I've been, I tried to get a good old torture out here on the Dax cast last year. Yeah. But we had, so we, we ran into some, uh, Major so, hiccups. Some hiccups, but that's yeah. okay. Um, tell me about uh, UCW's new belt. No, wait, 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 wait. wait. First I, I, I want to fast forward because, because you wanted to show the belt. Yes, I wanted I wanted to debut it right here on, on, on the podcast, on the DaxCast. He, he wants to show it on a podcast, but I do record it for video for Patreon. Well, but... you can see you, you big goob. I mean, you can get the, the actual, yeah. you know, what's going on. Listen, if you want to see the UCW title, you better go to a show. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I mean, now we we unveiled the the new Universal Championship. It's uh, almost two and a half inches bigger. It's about it's two and a half inches bigger. Bigger. The main plate. Two, two and a half inches. inches. Yes. Two, two and a half. half. Yes. Okay, to make sure. Two and a half. Hey, I measured it to make sure. Okay. <laughs> um, the the main our new has our new logo on it. It has a three D effect to it, so it actually has a little bit more thickness to it in the logo area. Um. And, and and wait, man, I can't believe how this guy managed to add, Jesus, it, it seems like almost two, two, three pounds to this belt. This belt is for... An, Who made a, it, can I ask? Uh, a gentleman by the name of, oh, man. Was it a company or was it a guy? It, 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 it was, it was, it was a, a, a gentleman over in the belt land. We'll call it belt land because it's, it's kind of all coming out of that area right now. And, yeah. Um, the Pakistan type. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, but he's, India and all that kind of stuff. He's a, he's a good dude. I mean, he had um, he made the, my two UCW belts, and he actually threw in um, some NWA belts at a very, very uh, reasonable rate. So I got the uh, NWA United States belt um, with all five. Uh, one, two, three, four, six. Excuse me, because he got the NWA. So I mean, it's a good sized belt. He added that in there, and the NWA uh, Rick Flair's. A replica because I'm, I'm a real collector. Yeah, I love yeah, yeah. it. So good. Um, so uh, the big old belt. Oh yeah. Well, no, yeah. no, no. That's the big old belt. His NWA. Oh, the NWA yeah, one. His NWA. Gotcha. Um, and 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 they're like beautiful. Absolutely mm. gorgeous. Absolutely. I mean, that, is that, that is phenomenal. It's gold. Um, the that one right there. Is it like the a, ten pounds of gold? No, one? it's it's the the old school NWA that the silver one that has the, the little one. It's yeah, like the smaller. Little, little, yeah, the, the when Jim Crockett had. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I that, that that era, you know, which was to me when you, when you think of big gold, you know, or the NWA one, you know, and I was more the older school, you know, guy when, when you had the NWA one, you know, and that was the. Was it the million dollar belt? Recall it, cut the promos on it. I got the belts. Everyone, yeah. uh, the one that he had to put a twenty five thousand yeah, dollar deposit on, even to carry around. Uh, but still, it, he does. He did great work, and he did our belts uh, phenomenal. Uh, we're gonna bring in the uh, the unveiling of the new logo on our intergalactic championship mm-hmm. um, at the fair, uh, probably on the eighteenth. Uh, Jake St. Patrick is going to. Uh, we're gonna kind of do that one. And uh, this little, we got a little spin spin kind of going on um, on the 18th. Uh, what belt is that? What that Jake's going for? Or he uh, has? Jake Jake has our intergalactic. Intergalactic. Okay. With our, yeah. So the so the tiering is at, at Universal Championship Wrestling. Universal Championship, Universal which is heavyweight. the heavyweight, which at is the universal, belt. Universal, our Universal Heavyweight Champion. Your current champion, 
Alex Horvath, Horvath who yep. just wanted it. What show was it again? Um, that I was booked for, but I was sick. Oh, now you're gonna make me remember our the, the last show. Yeah, correct. The last show was on the 19th of December. It was. Oh man, I should really pay attention. <laughs> Interstellar. Interstellar. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I'm sorry. It, it. I. I got between my normal shoot job, trying to remember all that stuff. Yeah. And then you know. Um, no, no, that's fine. So, so I'm gonna cut you off. Well, he so. cashed in. No, no, no. He cashed in. So the, yeah. So so why don't you explain to the to, to the listeners how, how like just like we talked a little bit before this, but just give us like the twenty uh, second spiel of kind of what happened there because Chocolate Stud was the in the incumbent, but he yeah. could not make it. Yeah. Some some tragic things happened. Unfortunately, we were supposed to have a big four way dance. Um, Nick Abrams originally, uh, Johnny Walker. Um, uh, Drago and uh, the the stud, okay, and he was rep- he was going to defend against all four people. Unfortunately, Nick had uh, knee issues, uh, couldn't couldn't mm-hmm. make it. Yeah. So our commissioner uh, Heather Davidoff called in a two time uh, uh, two time Universal Champion and former champion in Joey Osborne. Okay, so Joey said that he can go ahead and come in and make it. So we brought Joey in. Unfortunately, the day of the event. Uh, Chocolate Stud somehow got food poisoning, couldn't make it, ended up going to the hospital. He's okay. We checked in with him uh, a couple days later, um, so he couldn't make it. So it ended up being a three-way dance, Drago versus Walker versus Osborne. Now, unfortunately, within the first two minutes of that match, uh, Drago took a bad bump to the outside and had a hairline fracture in his right ankle um Jesus. and they're gonna have to have, to have surgery oh he has to do surgery yeah, he said he had to have oh surgery it's gonna be about eight weeks out oh, um man. he's not gonna be back probably till late april and that's even a question mark at this point so unfortunately uh drago um, went out due to injury that leaves the two guys in the ring now walker ended up beating osborne and becoming becoming the second two-time universal champion However, Horvath had run our uh, Universal Rumble, and that gives a, a shot at any gotcha. time against the Universal. So Horvath had, had won that, had so won that, and still had it. Cash an opportunity, and exactly. So there was did. a three-way dance, three-way with dance. John, Johnny Walker, Walker, Osborne, Osborne, and Drago, and Drago. Yep. Drago got hurt during that, so Drago that kind of knocked hurt. him out. Yep. and then it finished up, and Johnny won. Johnny won. He so he's celebrating. Horvath took advantage. Oh, within 45 seconds. Gotcha. Alex Alex saw his opportunity. I mean, Walker and Osborne beat the, beat the pulp out of each other. Gotcha. Chairs and everything. They went crazy with it. And, um, you know, it, it, it was a good match. But, hey, Alex had it. He brought the ref out, cashed it in. And, dude, instantaneously did the old school Jerry Lawler hit him with the uh, pile driver, rolled him up hardcore, one, two, three. Your new champion, gotcha. boom, ready to go. Gotcha. So, I mean, so, so Horvath is the new champion. He, yeah. he he's a he's a hot upstart rookie right now. Well, he was a rookie. He's probably in the second year now. Yeah, he's in his second year. Um, he's a, a, I wrestled him last year. Was a hell of a match. He's a hell of a competitor. Now he's a hell of a champion. Can't wait to see what happens with him there. The um, your so your so that's your top belt. Mm-hmm. Then you got the sort of your mid tier ICUS title style. 
which would be your intergalactic, intergalactic which Jake correct. St. Patrick is the creation Jake of all trades, yes. And then you have a tag titles? We don't have tag titles at this particular moment. We really don't have a tag division. Okay, so it's more singles. Um, yeah, I, I'm yeah. about to say, I don't feel like there's been a lot. Of, uh, like, if there's a tag, it'll be kind of like throw guys, throw guys together type of thing. But And then um, there's no girls title or females. Title. Yeah, we, we have no females. Um, we've had right. a lot of issues with trying to, to get females. It's as hard. much as we love yeah. booking females, yeah. um, right now there's a lot of ladies that just want uh, ridiculous, just ridiculous pricing. Yeah. Um, and if you don't know a person that knows a person that puts a good yeah. word for you, you know, you're just asking for something extremely insane and, um, it, it's going to sound crazy. It, it's almost that our particular fan base, not the, the management team, again, team of five plus people, mm -hmm. the fan base itself almost doesn't want to see it, which is really weird. In that well, it, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's, you know, you got to give the fans what they want. If, if they're more for like, you know what I like, and, and, and just to kind of like, this is the Dax cast. I wrestle for uh, UCW. I've mm -hmm. done a handful of shows at this point. And um, it, like what I, it, and UCW is based on Palmetto, Florida, which is uh, south of uh, Brandon. I uh, guess it's like, it's between Brandon, Florida, and and Bradenton. Yeah, it's kind of down in Sarasota, like in, oh, okay, right, yeah. right in Manatee County, right over the Skyline Bridge. It's yeah, yeah, just over the Skyline right Bridge. So, Bridge. so if you drew a circle, Ellington uh, area, yeah, you know? Ellington, uh, like the Ellington Mall. Like if if you drew a circle around the bay, it would be at like five o'clock, like yes. yeah. like right about there. Yeah, and um, and basically um. It, Great production, like like one of the things I really love about the, the the production is 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 second to none at this point. Um, like y'all got a great team. You guys have are how many years? Are you about two years in? Two years. Our, our two years was uh, in uh, October. October's our our our, our um, anniversary time. Um, we're working on our second year, going into um, what is the beginning of uh, what will be our our third year in, in business. And, um, you know, the production aspect, I mean, I'm very glad you brought that up. Um, one of the biggest principles uh, that we have at uh, UCW Universal is um, we want you to be a character-driven yeah. person. Yeah. You know, character is the basis of everything. If you don't have a good character, if you don't have a good, you know, what is it, a gimmick, you know, it, it's, you know, you got one guy with a bunch of muscles that can, that can flex. How many times have you seen yeah. that? Chris Masters. Lex Luger goes back and back and back, you know, but it's the people that hang on to that character that work that character, you know, uh, fire breathing monster torture myself, you know, mm -hmm. you got the big hoss thing, you mm -hmm. know, you got your sides, you got the strength, you got, and you show it and you let the crowd the, know, you, you know, know, you know what I tell a lot of people it, it, it and I, I kind of, I, I I like UCW, like, obviously I know you guys, and like we go way back, but, <laughs> but the, the thing I like about the product is it. I I'd say it's like it's like wrestling in 1994. Yeah, and oh, it's yeah. like American Gladiators. Like that's what it feels like to me. Like it's like this big. There's huge rah rah. Like you know, like always a good Heather does a great job pumping up the crowd. It's it's very much like like that era. Of, of it, which to me, I wish I was wrestling during that time because with my size and, and look, I think I would 
would do better in that era of wrestling just because that's how things were for us big guys. Like, it catered more to us. That, um, if me and you were wrestling back then, there would be no natural disasters. It yeah. would be us. Yeah. I mean, Between me and you, at, at you, what, 6'5"? Yeah, yeah. You know, what, 380? No, I'm not 380. I'm, I'm 325 pounds. Oh, my pounds. gosh. I I'm lost sorry. weight, babe. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I'm sitting over here right next to you, and I'm weighing in at 393. Yeah. So, I mean, between the two of us, yeah, you know, big boys. We'd be amazing, yeah. you know, back then. But I mean, I, I agree with you. But continue. But I, but but I, I like the I always like that that feel to it. it. It's very much in like um the production they do like uh, every show. It seems like you guys uh, at least have like a little highlight reel with a little mm-hmm. music video. I yeah. love it. Uh, usually it's like '90s or '80s music, which I mm-hmm. I love, and um. <laughs> It's just like done well, and it's like you know, as someone that does run shows and works with TV and it, it, things like that, like I appreciate that even more. But it's like it has its own identity, and I think like uh, to get on like kind of a promoter spiel for a second here. All right, um, like I feel like you got like if you have a product, and, and your product uh, you know is wrestling or entertainment. There's sort of like on the indies, there's two style companies for for the most part. You have your TV promotions that are trying to be like TV, like they're recording, um, they have video, they have audio, they have commentary, they have all those things to kind of build a package. It might not be live. So, you know, the ones that get a little further along might have like live streaming and all mm. that kind of stuff. But But you guys actually produce it's produced wrestling mm-hmm. okay but it's and then you have spot shows which are like you know local promotions you might be running a spot show for like um like like you guys are doing the fair which we'll get into momentarily yeah. um but like fair shows bought shows for uh marketing uh or what have you like like you have those style shows or just like they run local every month or every two months or whatever and they just do the show they're making money off the gate they're paying the boys and the and the ladies in the back, um, you know. It, and there's that style, you know. Like, I, I but I but like as someone that does the video and does all the audio and does all that stuff in post production, I appreciate that more. And I prefer to wrestle for places that are like that because when when it push comes to shove, when it comes down to it. In ten years, I won't be wrestling anymore. Maybe in five years or three years, I never know. You know, your your next match could be your last. You never yeah. know. And but like I know that if I wrestle at a UCW, if I wrestle at Tampa Bay Pro, if I wrestle at MLW, that match will live on. Oh, you know forever. what I mean? Like my work, my work has been documented. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and like not just documented, like a cage match and he won this match or whatever. But it's like document, like you could watch it. My kids in, in 20 years could watch my uh, almost every match I've ever had. Uh, because even if I, if the company is doing it, at least I have my, my phone app or my mm-hmm. phone videos. Or whatever. But it, to have actually something produced, which is important. Because like honestly, in 20 years, um, I mean, maybe UCW is around, maybe Tampa Pro is around, but maybe not. And like, but like they could go back. People won't know the difference from a company from 15 years ago, 20 years ago, how big they were mm-hmm. in, in, in compared to some other company from from 15 years ago. Oh, yeah. So at least your stuff is documented, and like you know, like it, it's going to go down in history because like 
a, a guy, uh, you know Bob Cook, right? Oh, yeah. You know, I, the cooker. If, if you people don't know Bob Cook, yeah. you guys need to research. The best puncher in the business. And 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 he's a pro wrestler, but he also was sort of like a, he documented, like, he was, um, he documented everything, all his matches and everything he, he ever had. And he even matched it. I, I know this because I have his tape library. Oh, okay. No so Bob got rid of his, he transferred a lot of this stuff over for, but I have a lot of that stuff. And like, I go through it and I'm actually working on uh, just a little a project to kind of digitize it and stuff like that. Um, and he, um, but he has shows on that from like, uh, like Sunshine Pro Wrestling, or you oh, know, man. you know, like these shows that I don't think anyone has any any clue that existed, but it's there because Bob actually has it. Was he was he on that uh, some of that stuff that uh, WCW did in Orlando? He may have been. Wait, oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the impact, I remember that. Uh, worldwide, worldwide, it was gone. But like he, you know, like. There's no denying, you know, like, you know, like Bob was both like on WCW, NWA, but he did Florida Indies and he has proof of that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important to the history of pro wrestling because there, I can't tell you how many shows I've worked that there's no video. Okay. Yeah. And like, there's not even somebody writing down, okay, like this is who won or whatever. And the results don't go out or anything like that. And that's okay. Like, don't get me wrong because I enjoy wrestling. But like, I just feel like at very least there should be something that documents that that match occurred. You know what I mean? Sometimes there's just pictures or something like that, but you know, you know, uh, you know, video to me is the way to go. And even if you can't, have a you know fancy cameras or what have you like man everyone got a phone in their pocket or, or an old phone they could throw on a fifteen dollar tripod and stick it in the corner well don't stick it in the corner center that on the ring that drives, that's another thing that drives me nuts people like put it behind the post i hate that like ugh, just center it on one of the sides and just let it run but uh well, how, how long how long you been wrestling back um i've been wrestling since 20 14 14 15 yeah like in that like i can't remember exactly uh, but it was i think it was f late 14 15 early 15 i think it was when i started there mm -hmm. so it was like when you were at uproar yeah and all that kind of stuff i was a late bloomer okay so um I, i'm 40 year, 41 years old now but um i i started well yeah i started at like 31 so or no no 32 I started oh. at 32. So I'm 41 now. So do the math. Uh, but the, um, but the thing is, is like, I started, I was, I, I don't want to get about me because it's about you, but uh, you know, like where I met you actually to kind of segue over to that is I met you at um, uproar. Well, actually I met you at the school when Lee yeah. was training, you yep, came yep, by yep. the school with Michael Patrick or what have you. And, and you came by, you know, gave, dropped some knowledge and, uh, then I would see you at the shows because you worked the uproar shows, uh, which was a, a promotion that was out in um, like Pinellas County, Pasco County, ran shows at the Verizon Event Center, which mm -hmm. is over uh, near what Little Road and yeah, with, right off of Little Road. Yep. Yeah. And um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it, it was actually I, I love the promotion from a standpoint of like yeah. the production was very good, and they got a lot, you know, a little buzzy there for a bit there. Yeah. But, um, you know, things that didn't work out, I guess, with ownership, things happen, whatever. But um, but, but that's where I first encountered you. And I remember seeing, like, dude, I thought your freaking uh, gimmick was so freaking uh, cool with the uh, with the fire 
And, um, you know, you coming out, and I thought the place was going to catch a flare because you blew like the fireball. <laughs> and the ceilings at the Verizon the they event were center low. They was, were was instantly like, <laughs> drop ceiling. Yep. I was like, shit, dude, I could, like, catch on fire. <laughs> like, but <laughs> you're, not, you're not wrong, but, I mean, after, after, like, when I first started blowing fireballs, man, I started blowing fireballs with 151, like okay. straight pure alcohol. And the problem that I had with, with that was, number one, if I kept it in my mouth too long, it literally burned the inside of my mouth. It literally blistered the inside wow. of my mouth. And I was like, oh, I can't do this no more. And there was another tag team in the night. They were called the uh, Dark Dragons. Mm -hmm. um, this guy from up north. And um, I think both the guys were from up north. I haven't spoken to them in a good minute. They were the uh, fighting spirit pro wrestling that Mark had done with his dad, uh, Pepitone, down here for a minute. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is... Date me back just what Pepitone when he you. was still alive. Yeah, yeah. Pepitone Senior. Yeah, the senior. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, was down here, and I asked them what they used, and uh, they said we use tiki torch fluid. I was like, mm. tiki torch fluid, like the stuff you use. He goes, yeah, like the stuff outside. And I got the research, and it's, and it's just an oil based product. It's nothing it's that not really toxic. hurts you. It's not toxic. It's not good I to mean, drink. If you swallow it. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be toxic, but he, in your mouth temporarily. But I found out that when you blow. Like 151, I actually tested this. The wall right here we're looking at. If I blow 151 on that wall, everything that that alcohol hits will ignite. The fire will stay. It will be in that realm and can possibly start a bad fire. Tiki torch fluid. I'll blow it at it, and it won't hit or ignite anything. It'll kind of oh. just surpass it. And for me, that was safer for everything, even when I'm walking to the ring and so on and so forth. Yes, unfortunately, there's been times I've swallowed a little bit, yeah. drink a lot of milk, you know, make sure you're squared away, get a little bit of the you know, natural excavation areas in a couple of days. But, yeah. you know, overall, you're still pretty good. And especially when, you know, you're, you're blowing fire fireballs. Sometimes, I mean, heck, I was getting bookings 10 a month, sometimes three, two, three on a weekend. Um, the only one I found out, though, with, with, with blowing the fireballs and Tiki Torch fluid is... You can't blow multiples. You know, oh, we were yeah. doing, um, we were doing first, I think it was first pro down in uh, Miami area. Mm -hmm. um, and there was a guy down there and he says, we want you to blow a couple fireballs. We're going to do some uh, video shots for television. I said, okay, blew a fireball. And then she's like, blow it again and say, you know, come check us out at blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool. Blew the second one. On the third one, I blew the excess that had gotten collected in my beard a little bit ignited. And I had a little bit of a fire right there on my chin on camera. Blew the fireball. Had to put my face out right before I said the line. And the guy on the back of the camera, his, his face is just wide open mouth looking at me like wide eyed. I got done. I was like, okay, I, can, I, can I stop right now? Am I good? He goes, oh, yeah, you're good. Trust me, you're, you're fine. So... <laughs> You can't blow multiple fireballs with it, but I mean, gotcha. for the initial deal, it's it's actually a very safe for me. Um, I mean, other people might do it, but I mean, let's see someone else blow fireballs and see what they. Yeah, do. I mean, I mean, I, I think I think you definitely have a, a you know you know the best fireball I've seen on the scene. You know, even uh, like when you blow the fireball, it's big. Like you have like a big ass. 
fireball. Like, if you look at, like, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, like, when he blowed, it was just a little puff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, I'm sure that was probably alcohol. Like, I bet he was blowing alcohol when he did it, the 151 or something like that. He, he's doing 151. There, there's, in the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus, I was talking to a guy down there, and he says for circus performers and stuff like that, they have a completely different product that is flammable without having, like, alcohol in it, which I'm like, that's weird to me but it's very expensive oh very expensive and i said dude i can't i can't be spending yeah, you can't be you doing know, that ten couple times hundred dollars yeah a couple hundred dollars for a a pint little 16 i was like dude i can't be doing that yeah so i went with that that, that stuff but in that aspect he might have that that but again you know they had the money they had the backing yeah you, when you're backed by a guy like that with mcmahon you really can't exactly go no i'm not going to do that yeah. I mean, you can. And, and and just so you guys know, it's not weird the fact that he talked to somebody at at the circus because the circus oh, is actually no. based in this area. Oh yeah, um, it's just right just so the, yeah yeah just so people understand that the um it, it, and the other thing aspect is you you don't just have like a little stick or something like that. You come up with like a Bunston burner. What is that? That like, is an actual plumber's torch that you can plumber's purchase. torch. You can purchase at I mean butane in butane. in the deal. Yeah. yeah. It like, is one hundred percent purchased at the the large box stores. We'll say yeah. so. There's no gimmick infringement. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it and and I've had that. Shoot, I've had that same bottle on there now, going on four and a half years. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like a big deal, but I mean, I've also used it to do wiring at work. I've taken it to do other things. So, so it's, it's multi-purpose. Oh, yeah, all the time. Family man, come on, yeah. Max, you've been around. Yeah, the bills. <laughs> so, 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 so we got with the fireball there. So, so let's talk about the origin of okay. torture. Because I, I know, um, I know you were in the earlier days of like ACW mm-hmm. um, uh, with Ralph uh, and, and company. Um, why don't you take us back to the very beginning I guess from you know, so you graduate high school. Where so so where are you from originally? Like I think you think you're from around here, right? Oh, I, I was I was born in Dunedin. Dunedin, I was born in Dunedin, Florida, which and, is near Clearwater. Oh, it's 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 north of Clearwater. Yeah. It's the it's the Irish, uh, Southern Irish, I guess, capital of this particular area. My tag team partner, uh, the Maverick Chris Galloway, is also from Dunedin. Oh Dunedin. yeah, born, born I was born in Dunedin Hospital, uh, Dunedin, at a place called Meese Hospital. Um, right there off of Fort Harrison in Clearwater area. Um, grew up in my, basically my entire life right here in St. Pete. Um, it is where I am. I actually, believe it or not, I, I literally three days ago tattooed, born uh, 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 handmade and crafted in Florida on my left butt cheek. I literally just tattooed <laughs> that on my buns because I'm a Florida Is it like boy. Made in America logo? But Oh, no. I, I mean, I'll show you a picture of it. While oh, he's going to show me his ass. Hold on. <laughs> I'll whip it out on <laughs> camera. Don't think I won't, Dax. Uh, but, I mean, it's it's still, you know, I mean, it's it's my, what I am. And there we go, you right show there. me here. It's, it's kind of like a, yeah, so it's, it's like a circle with a line through a Florida handcrafted made locally. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so, so you, so you grew up there. You played football, any well, kind of sports. I, I played, I played football in, in high school. Uh, I played two years in high school, uh, my freshman and sophomore year. Um, and you my played mom, line. Oh yeah, played O line, defensive yeah. line. I played 
like four-string linebacker. Mm-hmm. I was basically there. If, if they knew they were going to run it or try and get like them little short yardage situations, yeah. they put me in, put me in the, uh, the uh, was it the seven gap or eight gap yeah. right there next to the nose tackle just to keep that front just line right yeah. uh, deal. But um, I did that in, um, throughout high school. I tried getting into wrestling at the time. Now they don't have it. At that time, they had a weight limit gap of like mm-hmm. 300 pounds. Yeah, I was right at like three hundred pounds for wrestling. Like three hundred pounds for, for wrestling. amateur wrestling. Yeah, for Three-inch amateur uh, high school wrestling. Yeah, high school yeah. wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a, a, a weight cap at like three hundred. Mm-hmm. I was about three fifteen. They says if you can lose some weight, we'll be good. I went in, tried to lose the weight, ended up uh, losing about six or seven pounds, lost some inches, but I didn't get was <laughs> unable to do that. But I mean, I worked out with those guys. Gotcha. I still worked out with what them. What did you weigh in high school? Uh, I was right around 315. Really? Just right around 300 is doing, where I kind of yeah. uh, always always stayed, which which didn't really bother me. Yeah. You know, being a, being a big guy, period. And it, it's just it's just kind of like, yeah. you know, I look at normal people. And I'm just like, oh, you're a big guy. I'm like, oh, it's just me. It's just how I do. But my body's settled you know? yeah. with that, you know. Um, so it, it never really bothered me as far as that. But, I mean, I trained with them in the – in the back, got a lot of collegiate style, high school style uh, wrestling. Um, went through all that. Graduated from uh, Northeast High uh, in '98, mm-hmm. um, and kind of got into trying to go into the military. Mm-hmm. You know, try to get in the army. It's uh, probably hard at 315 pounds. Immediately, yeah. I was too big. Yeah. You know, my neck's too big. Your yeah, you got to be like probably 100 and 180 pounds. They wanted some. You know, and don't get me wrong, for the military, I get it. But the yeah. same aspect, you know, it's not like I couldn't run their mile on the required thing. Yeah. It's not like the only thing I couldn't do was the pull-ups. The yeah. only thing at that time, I, I couldn't do a pull-up to save my life. You give me $1,000, you got to do five pull-ups. Well, you can keep the $1,000 because it wasn't happening. Yeah. Just couldn't do it, you know. Um, tried to go on every armed forces, didn't make it. And um, ended up getting with this uh, very nice, sweet girl. Um, we ended up having my first son. So mm-hmm. I said, all right, family man it is. Started a career. Worked uh, multiple how old are you jobs. at that point? Um, at that time, when I started my, when I, my family, no, I was 19. You know when you had a kid? 19. 19, wow. Yeah, okay. I was so 19. this is 99. 99, October yep. 99. Mm-hmm. My uh, oldest son was born. Um, 19, I turned 20, uh, March of 2000. Wow. Um, is when I had my, uh, turned 20 years old for that one. Um me and her, unfortunately, didn't work out. Not really a negative thing, but uh, staying in contact with him. I, I'm still in contact with him. He lives up in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, he got married to uh, his beautiful wife, and I have a four-and-a-half-year-old granddaughter now. Oh, nice. Um, she's absolutely uh, beautiful as can be. Um, shortly after I ended up getting separated from her, um, I, my next door neighbor, a gentleman by the name of, uh, Devin Nash, um, the guy, if anyone remembers back in WCW days when Kevin Nash and Macho Man were feuding, mm-hmm. the Kevin Nash lookalike guy was Devin, was Nash. Devin Nash. Gotcha. He was my neighbor. Okay. So he was in the biz. Yeah. He yeah. was in the biz. He was my neighbor. He bought or had gone in, um, at the, at the time, uh, he owned, a uh, gym down here called the Pumpin' Station, which was mm-hmm. a very popular thing. I've heard Tampa, of that. Yeah. Tampa Bay Storm actually used to mm-hmm. practice there a lot. He used to go to a lot of the Storm games. A lot of Storm people used to come in there. 
Um, and he went in with, uh, I guess, I, I don't know 100% how the hierarchy went, but him and Ron Nimi ended up buying uh, the Bushwhacker School out there off of uh, 66th Street. That was right there behind the Army-Navy store. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had started uh, IPW, Independent Pro Wrestling. Mm. Um, and I had uh, kind of talked to him. Uh, he was getting out of his uh, his Mercedes Benz, and he was limping. And I was like, Dave, what's, a, what's an older gentleman like yourself? Because he was in his late 30s, early 40s. Mm-hmm. I said, what, what the heck do you do? He goes, oh, yeah, I took a took a bump wrong on the outside. And I'm going, bump? What are you outside? What are you? He's like, oh, I didn't tell you. I, I bought a wrestling school. And I've been, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? So I talked to him about pricing, uh, what it was to get started. Um, me and him worked out a deal. He talked to uh, Ron with it. And um, I did the, the quintessential, you know, literally started going in cleaned up the, the, the WrestlePlex at the time, um, got everything cleaned up, set up for the shows, did the same old stuff that everyone does now to get through it. I started... So, so Ron, because Ron, I know Ron mm-hmm. well as well, it, it, he, he had IPW. He had IPW. That ran, to talk about year, what year Ooh, were we at? 2001? It was it's post ECW. Oh yeah, it's post it, post original ECW. Yeah, post original ECW. Because, because um, that was IPW was a little bit more hardcore, extreme style. Um, for the most part, what, what, what would you say? Oh, it it did, dude. IPW was IPW hardcore wrestling. It, it was hardcore. It was yeah. literally IPW independent pro wrestling, hardcore wrestling. Yeah. Um, one of their, I mean, can you cuss on these things? Yeah, you know, um, th- their motto was we fuck shit up. Yeah. Like it was, it was what it was, you know. Chaos, uh, Naftali at the t- at the time was in there. Um, the uh, Axis and Python, which I don't know if you know Axis and Python, um, two big old huge brutes. I mean, big old guys. Um, Sijinaki, another guy that uh, was in that, uh, are all guys that I was looking at. I actually went to high school with Naftali um, when he was uh, he was known by his street legal name, which we'll keep, yeah. you know. Uh, but Naf and me went back to, to um, high school, you know, and uh, we kind of discussed it. And I started training with them, I'd say probably 01, late 01, early 02 era is is when they were kind of start, And they weren't really, they didn't really have like a home just yet. Mm. Um, it was kind of like we have it set up over here in this vicinity. And then they moved into the WrestlePlex, which is right over there next to the uh, post office off of 38th Avenue. In St. Pete? In St. Pete, yeah. Right across from a – there's like a little elementary school that was built while it was was there. They built it right across the way. Who was the trainer? Uh, The trainer was uh, um, Jeff Bradley. Jeff Bradley. Bradley. Okay. And Seal. Navy Navy Seal. Seal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, That's what Uh, I thought it was Seal. R.I.P. Seal. We still love you, buddy. Um, he was, they were the trainers at that time. And that was when, uh, Jake and Jesse Gemini, Mike and Todd Shane, uh, were still, um, kind of undiscovered at that time. Um, so they had Mike and Todd Shane were kind of popping in and out. Mm -hmm. Um, a very young dudes, by the way. Oh yeah. Great, great great guys. Bruce Santee. Yeah. Bruce Bruce Santee. Marky Bruce Santee. Yep. Yeah. Um, he was in there. Um, that's when uh, a lot of guys, which you, you may or not know out there yeah. on the podcast world, yeah. Yeah. Mark Zout, um, Bolas Azulis, which became Vince Lewis later on, 
James Morrison, James Hendricks, um, Billy a guy named Fives? Billy Fives. Yep. Yeah, Billy Fives was there. Um, they had three or four guys. Bobby Rogers, I mm-hmm. think, was was another gentleman that he was down in the Miami area that that, that was up here. Um, CM Punk actually came through IPW. Um, a lot of guys, which I didn't even realize. Was Buck know. trained there? Buck Quartermain was, was. Was he there before? Or he was. He, he was, was trained a little before. Was he, he was beforehand. Yeah, because uh, Buck would tell me he was like, it, you know, like he would be like, yeah, man, I trained for about six weeks and then I was wrestling. For my <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, how Buck is. He's like a oh, machine. Yeah. You know, oh like, yeah, well, his workouts and, and stuff. Buck was there. Lex Lovett was there. Lex. Scoot Andrews was there. Was Scott uh, Steve Madison? Uh, Matt, yeah, there. Moose Madison was there. Mm-hmm. No, dude, you know he he is now a uh, I think he's a lieutenant with the fire department yeah. over there mm-hmm. in uh, St. Pete. Yeah. Um, we had an accident out there on the bridge, and I was like, I was like, Moose, what the what what he's hey, but I'm up kind of working. I was like, hey, no problem, you know. <laughs> um, it's just kind of later, like I I know that guy. Yeah, I know he's that a, guy. he's a great dude. Too. Oh, dude, great they family. were and and a hell of he's like. You know, like when you talk about work rate wrestlers, oh like, like him and Buck are like like those guys are like and Lex and uh, oh, oh, Lex. what was his name? I forgot the guy. He looks like a patriot style. Like he wears like um um American patriotic type. Peterson freedom Peterson? freedom oh freedom iron Mike Sullivan Mike Sullivan Mike oh. Sullivan like all those guys. <laughs> wow, like, yeah, dude, that's yeah. that was pre when I got into to training and stuff at that time. Sullivan had just gotten out of that Freedom yeah. Rider thing, yeah, and became Mike Sullivan at the time, yeah. you know. But that was where I started to learn from that era, that that time frame, and to watch both aspects of it—the hardcore, mm-hmm. but also the mat wrestling that happened with Andrews and Madison oh, and Quartermain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was uh, with your your generation. Yeah, well, oh. he was. He was. I was doing the security and stuff like that, watching those guys. Okay, so he was a little further ahead. Yeah, he was. He was ahead of me by, mm-hmm. geez, four or five years. Yeah, maybe even more. Scoot than Andrews. That. If if you guys are listeners, incredible, incredible talent. Oh, the Black Nature Boy. Oh, the Black Scoot Nature Boy. And he actually had also had a hand in. Uh, like he would come out when uh, we were training. Um, after up for a close, we, you know, we were training uh, with um uh, at. At Tony Storm's deal with Frank Reyes and, mm-hmm. and Scoot would come over and work out with us, and uh, I mean it was so great rolling around with him and you know it, and I was just a little pup at that point as far as uh, you know wrestling wise mind man his mind oh, yeah. business but but, just... but like that whole generation is like um, there's such a uh, physicality uh, like from a athleticism mm-hmm. is so important. And like, because like all those guys can just go, go, go. And like, um, there's, um, like, they're machines. Like, and like, oh, hour long matches, no issues and, whatsoever. And, and like, he, but he, they know how to work as, mm. uh, like, work from a standpoint of working the crowd um, and, and the Gaga aspect to all, all of that. So, from a fan service perspective, they give that back too. They draw you in. Yes. Like, they draw you in and you want, you are now capitalized in what's going on. But all those guys, like away. Mike Sullivan, um, you know, um, uh, you know, Scoot, um, you know, uh, Lex, all those guys are the same, like, they're cut from the same cloth, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And um, just machines. I mean, I mean, Ron and, and company down there, they, they, I mean, they definitely 
did you guys well, you know what I mean? And, oh. and, and everyone, but everyone still had like their own kind of character and things like that. And most of, most, all of them did some sort of TV in, in some sort of light, you know? And, um, but yeah, that's crazy. So, so how was it training with Navy SEAL? Because he comes off, uh, like I never, I, I think I may have met SEAL in passing before he passed away. Uh, maybe at you know one of the legends luncheons, or he would show up to a show. I'm like, who's that dude? <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah. Um, but but like, how was he as a trainer? Like, as far as like, was he like super strict boot camp style trainer, or was he kind of more laid back? Like, guys, I'm just gonna show you how to wrestle. You guys work all on your own type of thing. Or... He he was. That, that's a great question. Because now, there's now, so much different ways people train. Uh, uh, now I'm thinking back. He he had his he had his moments. You know, you had your moments where. If he was in the ring, like anytime anyone was in the ring, a veteran was in the ring, you know, and, and a veteran, you know, I've been working 20 plus years. If a, if a guy's been doing this 26 years, gets in the ring, you shut your mouth and you pay attention, period. Yeah. You know, that was the biggest one. They're showing you something. You need to, to learn what they're teaching. They're giving you the opportunity of your knowledge base expanding, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but but Leroy um, Seal was um, – he was, I would say he's more, you know, by the book kind of situation. All right, we're going to do rolls. Like we came in one day, we were learning how to do front bumps, front bumps, mm-hmm. just a front flip bump, you know. Uh, we were having issues. He said, all right, everybody come to class tomorrow with two broom handles. Mm-hmm. You can get them at Home Depot. You can get them at wherever, just two broom handles. You can even bring them from the rooms in your house. I don't care. Two broom handles. The, the little handles you do with the push brooms. Mm-hmm. And we came in. He goes, all right. And he'd come in. And, and you got in line. We got everyone around the ring, and he he would hand him the stick. He'd hold that stick up. He's like, "All right, front bump. Don't touch my stick." Yes. What? I'm just checking the time. Was it too late? No, 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 we're fine. No, no, we're fine. You sound louder in here, but it's. Oh, I apologize. Um, he he he'd go. He'd hold that stick out. He'd go, "All right, front bump. Don't touch my stick." You know, we get through. Bigger guy gets up. You know, I think I was the fourth one that missed it. You jump to his stick. He's all right. Sorry, turn around. Crack. There goes the stick. Because you got another one, get back in line. You know, Jeez. and that's just what we, it was like, all right, cool. You know, wow. we get done, we train. He goes, all right. He goes, at the corner, oh, what was it? There was a little store at the corner. He goes, all right. He goes, I need a pack of gum. He goes, all right, go get me a pack of gum. And we have to run down there and get him a pack of gum. Buy him a pack of gum. Come back. Here you go. Here's a pack of gum. You know, just so he knew that we ran down there, just so he knew that we did the deal, not in a negative way, by From any a cardio standpoint. Oh yeah, cardio standpoint, yeah. and that's what it was. Yeah, you know, but I mean, it it was great. There's stuff to even the day that you know he's instilled in you without even realizing it. You know, the the respect factor of who you are, the the area you work in, um, where you came from, that you know you know, all the respect, everyone that's gone in there, wiping your feet. That was a big one. He used to watch people, you know, first or second match in, he'd get in, he goes, kid, you did good. You did great. He goes, you didn't wipe your feet. He goes, why didn't you wipe your feet? I thought I taught you better than that. Yeah. You know, and it's like, literally, it was like that, that, that uncle that you didn't want to let down, you know, but at the same time though, he'd get in there and he, he'd bust you, he'd bust you, he'd bust you. But when it's time to calm down at the end of the class, when we're all done and over with, He'd sit down and cut a rug with you, tell you about all the old stuff, all the new stuff. You know, he'd be so laid back and personable with you. That's great. You know, 
but that also helped you know when to be the character and when to be the human, yeah. you know, you knew when to turn that off in certain aspects, you know, I mean, even, even when, when you're a bad guy, you know, you got a kid that loves you and, and for whatever reason, you turn it off. You're there for the kids. If it wasn't for them, you wouldn't be anything. Yeah. Even now I'm going up through it. People that, you know, Oh, I watched you. I watched you wrestle him back. And I'm like, dude, that was 15 years ago. You know, I got people to come up and show me photos of when they were kids and they still, you know, so I'm very, very pleasured and very happy that I was able to train with Leroy, to train with um, all the guys at yeah. IPW, you know, and get, was the, it, get the knowledge. But Leroy was the main trainer. And, it was, it was and Bradley. Between Leroy and Bradley mm -hmm. was the two main trainers. Gotcha. You know, um, Bradley, unfortunately, um, when he got, when, he, when I went there and started getting into it, is when his, I think it was his hip, his hip or his knee, um, he went in and had a full re replacement done, like down south, mm -hmm. you know, so I don't, you know. So oh, two is that what stifled his career as far as like him progressing, you think? Because, I mean, he was on WCW. Oh, he, he I was, mean, he was doing world. I mean, yeah, I mean, like he was getting around. Yeah. But like, um. But like you know, he never got the WWE or or like oh no, like no, no a feature no. guy in WCW. And of course, that was different times. Too. Oh, a hundred percent different. But I mean, Jeff Bradley is known as the original Dudley Dudley. Yeah. He oh is yeah. The dude yeah. that was. I was Dudley talking Boys. about. I was talking about Seal. I was talking oh, about Seal. Seal. Yeah. Yeah. Seal. I don't know. I I, I can't. I, I I didn't. He didn't really open up about what he could and what he couldn't do. I don't know if it was the. Training he had in the, the Navy because he was a Navy SEAL. Yeah, he, he was. He it was, was. I mean, it, it wasn't, wasn't a gimmick. gimmick. Yeah. No, he lived it. Yeah, um, yeah, I no stolen veiler there. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Not by him. Um, I couldn't tell. I want to say it was more so a family situation. Oh, and he yeah. was having fun doing it. Yeah. Um, but he always he always had, um, as far as SEAL went, um, his knee. His, one of his knees. Uh, and you can always watch in his in his later stuff and in, in IPW and and and, as, and afterwards when he was getting up he he kept that one leg always kind of straight so I don't know mm -hmm. if he had the bad wheel that just kind of inhibited yeah. him or if it was one of the the family thing that he just was happy he was just happy with what he was doing yeah just you know? being happy with what he's what he's doing which was was great for us you how, know how long did the uh, IPW school last like how many generations of guys came out of there. Oh man! I figured you probably trained for what six months. About I trained. I trained for about about eight months. Um, and unfortunately, you see, here here's the the unique situation. When I got in and started training, I trained for six eight months, and I had my daughter. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, two thousand three. I think it was early two thousand three. So later. Oh, two, I kind of was like, all right, I got through this training. Let me go have my daughter, you know, take a couple months to kind of relax a little bit um, and then come back. Well, when I came back sh very shortly after I came back and started to knock the rust off the training, they ended up closing. Uh, um, so, so it took a little bit of mid 2003. Yeah. yeah, let's see, April, June or July. Uh, I'd say ish in 03, unfortunately, um, they had the, the close. 
Um, and at that time, I think it was Joe Price, which was NWA Florida, mm -hmm. that he um, tried to get off the uh, in the market. Him and um, Ron had kind of created a merger in that, mm -hmm. and he was trying to. And uh, Joe Price was kind of. <sighs> It, it, in a retrospect, again, not knowing 100% um, what was going on in that aspect, he was kind of almost kind of rebrand um, the NWA, which is which we thought was kind of a bad idea anyway. But Yeah, this is like the weird time for yeah. the NWA where, yeah, where, where they had a territory, but then they, they – like nothing was a federated in a sense. Like it was – Not it, like it was, now. It, yeah, it, now it's centralized, but it was, it was federated – in this very loosely it wasn't managed yeah like like the old days where you know the florida territory that promoter was on the board and yep you know ex and his main board president yeah. and, and, and it they, wasn't like that yeah and, and they would have a champion per territory or then they would have a national champ correct um like rick flair was or what have you so but so it's kind of like that weird time like that 2000s time mm -hmm. in mwa which is actually when nwa um, kind of faded out for a little while, mm -hmm. and um, there was also NWA Wildside. NWA Wildside. Bruce yep. and yep. a lot of the guys did go up there. Yep. That you know, there was also guys from all over. Um, that was in what Louisiana. Yeah, Louisiana. Georgia. I thought it was Georgia. Georgia, I it was Atlanta, Georgia, yeah. South. Because Nimi was doing commentating for yeah. them for a while, and, and and they were had a lot of the Ring of Honor, early Ring of Honor yes. guys, like a um, lot like, of early Ring of like Honor, like Delirious guys. and. Um, Delirious! You know, what a great dude. Yeah, I mean, like a, a ton of great. But if, if you, I think the um, um, uh, the Briscoes, I think were yeah. there as well. Um, so I mean, like uh, I'm talking Jay and Mark. Um, but they, but but they had a real hot like uh, you know promotion at the time. But mm -hmm. like at that time when you broke in, did you know um, any like you were obviously a pro wrestling fan? WWE, mm -hmm. oh, I'm huge. I mean, it yeah. Was, at 2000 time, like that was huge. I mean, that was mm -hmm. when I was like, you know, um, just entrenched into it. And at that time, on the independent side, though, uh, other not kind of like ECW because I know they mm -hmm. ran down here and stuff. But like, were they, did, were you aware of independent wrestling as much? No, no. I, I, oh I, no, yeah. I, I was sort of the same way because it, where I'm from in Rochester, there really wasn't much until after I left. Yeah. Um. So, um, like to me, independent wrestling was ECW. Like that's what yeah. independent wrestling was. But like a lot of guys didn't realize that there was a lot of stuff going on over, you know, various event centers, flea markets, what have you. Oh yeah. Um. And um. But but then you get entrenched to it. And you learn more about it, you. You gain a lot of respect as you as you get further in. So at that time, I know IPW was a big boy. Yeah. You know, like like the, one of the big indies, at least in Florida. Um, what what other promotions were kind of like the bigger ones at that time? So we're talking oh. like two thousand four ish time. You, you you know what's the terrible Dax, is that I couldn't tell you who else besides IPW. FIP ran. FIP. Well, see, here's the thing: when you when you brought up the, the FIP thing, FIP and the ACW was after. Post IPW. Oh, that was post IPW. Yeah, that was post IPW. IPW had closed their doors up, oh, and man. shortly after IPW had closed their doors up, then FIP because FIP well, had a on. lot of blood from IPW. Hang on, well, yeah. hang on. You, you're actually jumping about a whole yeah. federation ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, FPWA, Florida Professional Wrestling Association, which was run by um, 
a guy named Pretty Fly. Pretty Fly for a white guy, a.k.a. Alex Decay. Oh, yeah. Alex Decay started FPWA. With FPWA, they brought a lot of the IPW students that were just prior to me. I'll call, you know, first gen that I remember Mm -hmm. would be Zout, Morrison, Hendricks. Uh, Vince Lewis Mm -hmm. was in that one. A guy named Comic Book Guy Anderson. Uh, Kung Fu Fro, another guy that you probably haven't even heard of, were all coming out that time. Well, then when that happened, the whole area, Bruce didn't really have a place to go really all that much. The Shane Twins really didn't have a place to go. Uh, Havoc really didn't have a place to go. Chaos was still in that realm. Snow was was still big uh, through IPW. So it kind of gave them a place to kind of go and enjoy themselves. And they went literally right across the street into the little middle school because Todd's dad worked there. And that was so in Pinellas kind of Park. And that was right there in Pinellas Park. Yep. Right there directly across Todd, from the Wrestle Brothers. Todd is his real name. Yeah. Todd told me that he he ran right yep. up the road from where right. we had the school. It, it, yep. You know. Blink. Right yeah. there. Um, and then through FPWA was open. We did FPWA for five years. Um, and through that particular um situation um fpwa had kind of taken a little bit of a a downward turn and acw had kind of um well excuse me at that time i'm trying to think about acw i think was more post fip but fip had kind of started up in the same general vicinity um with uh mosca um and sal you know and we were in there with FIP, and, and me and Mosca were kind of joking at that time, working out in the, the building that FIP had. Um, and they were bringing guys in, and they were doing great stuff. And we Was were all doing school? They had FIP school? They had a, they had a school. Okay. Yeah, a, a school, you know, I, I guess you can call it FIP school. It's just a school that... Because FIP is the original promotion. Full Impact Pro. Of WWN for yep. so. Oh, yeah. FIP started, yeah, was the thing yeah. that was Sal. Like, like Dusty Rhodes wrestled yeah. in. Uh, I broke my FIP. shoulder at that. I broke my shoulder at the show that him and New Jack were at it in Arcadia. Yeah, and I had a acromioclavicular ligament ruptured. This ruptured all oh, the ligaments over oh my, my collarbone. Now, Jesus, um, in the ring against uh, Fly Delta Slam, it was me and Kubiak versus Fly Delta Slam. It, it, you know, it was just funny story, real quick. Side note: I I was in Dallas because I used to travel a lot more before COVID uh, for my shoot job um, doing tech work, and um, I I a lot of times I you know when I'm bored. I would just go to like pawn shops or thrift oh. stores or whatever, and I always would look at like the DVD section and stuff like that. And um, and I found a WWN that show on DVD in Dallas, Texas. No way! At a pawn shop. Shut the front door. I didn't. You want me to I, sign it? I, Tell I, me no, you got I, it. I didn't buy it. Oh! I thought I did. And then, like, I bought a few things, and then when I left, I was like, "Shit!" I I put it like I put it down when I was getting the other stuff. So, uh, but but I used to own a video game store, movie store as well. So, like, I would source when I would be on the road, um, and um, I would find stuff. So I'd be kind of picking through, and I saw that I was like, "Wow, this is WWE!" Oh my it, god! It must have been Sal's like first. Oh, one of the first cuts. Yeah, the whole like, I mean, it, it was like so faded <laughs> out, and um, you know, like. 
one thing I, I, I do have a lot of respect for Sal is, like, you know, we talk about production. Um, oh. Sal is, like, you know, like, he's the guy. Like, as oh, far God. as I'm concerned, you know, like, some people might have a problem with Sal as far as, mm-hmm. like, he's very introverted and he's very specific on who he likes to talk to. But Sal and me are... I've always had a lot of respect for him and, and he's always treated me with a lot of respect. And I think that's because he sees how much hard work I put in too. Oh yeah. I, um, and, and I see that in him. So, um, but, but he, um, but he does a great job with his production and like, I've learned so much from him. I mean, that is where I learned from. So uh, from a production standpoint, him and him and Heath and all those guys, but, uh, but going back to rewind 2004, five, like your first oh. years. Well, Actually, who? What was your first match? Like public match? My first public match was. Can you remember? <sighs> well, I was when I first broke into it. My first actual, um, we 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 were known as uh, F, uh, IPW had started out a guy named Aaron Royal had started kind of like a little second deal that was a. And it sounds goofy. It was almost like a making fun of wrestling kind of situation. It was called um, Southern. I think it was Southern Extreme Wrestling. Sex. <laughs> it was That's funny. Sex. Southern Extreme <laughs> Wrestling. And I think that, I have seen oh, uh, something uh, like uh, oh my a YouTube or something on this. I I portrayed a character known as the Messenger. The Messenger. Okay. I had a. Like blue demon style Mexican mask, a frilly, fruffly Mozart style shirt with the little frills on it, had the little cuff, you know, shirt, and literally a Mozart style wig. And I would come out and like a and, white wig. What? No, like a not like a uh, like a, a, a Mozart a dark. Oh, okay. brownish Mozart oh, brown, brown. style. I'm thinking of like George Washington. Yeah, like no, like George Washington. Not like you know, I, I'd have that, and and it'd be two guys would be feuding in a thing, and and the 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 sex music would hit, the sports entertainment extreme music would hit, and the messenger would come out in the mask in the deal and go, gentlemen, I have just been handed this from the executive couch in the back, and. Our commissioner states that it will not be just you versus him in this match. It will be you versus him with this other guy as a special and just throw these elaborate things on there. And they're getting kicked off and they're throwing stuff like, whoa, 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 guys. Don't blame me. I'm just the messenger. Oh, <laughs> and that was my moniker. So, uh, and then you wrestled. <laughs> and as, well, in that, I, that was my first time ever in front of anyone, like TV or in, not TV, in anything. Show yeah. capacity. Yeah, now, in, the first time I actually wrestled was FPWA. Mm-hmm. FPWA, I was the uh, well, was actually. I'm sorry. Let me let me back up. I apologize. First time I wrestled was when I got my name with FIP. I was working with Sal at the time. Mm-hmm. And me and a gentleman by the name of LaDuke Jakes, mm-hmm. um, he had been around for a good minute. We, we were known as a tag team known as The Horde, H-O-A-R-D. Mm-hmm. And I was going through all these sorts of things. It's like, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And Sal had kind of said something, you know, we can call you like a bone, Boneyard Billy and some really unique things. And I was like, man, that's just crazy. I said, well, The Horde, I said, in The Horde have like a, 
a bunch of, you know, insane, crazy stuff. And it's just kind of like a gloom and doom and like torture. And I went, torture? I said, wait a minute. I was like, that sounds, I said, want to call myself torture? And then I knew I could kind of do the fireball because I had mm -hmm. been doing it at parties and stuff. And I said, well, instead of being, you know, T-O-U-C-H-E-R, let me call myself Torch, T-O-R-C-H, you know, the fireball, yeah. and the fireball, and boom, I was torture. I are was you the, are you the first torture? I am. You the, know the of the only torture. Is the only torture. Yeah, it's such a good name. Oh, like, yeah. I love it. Like, and um, you, you, like you know who you like who you remind me of? I don't know why. Bam, bam. Well, a little bit of that, but uh, <laughs> the the movie is Running Man. The Running Man. Remember okay. Arnold Schwarzenegger? He's, yeah. He's in like a game show type. I game remember that. Yeah. And there was like, uh, you know, Jesse Ventura is one of the bad bosses. I remember guys. Jesse Ventura. And there was like, a, I think a fire or electric guy. I can't remember yeah. which. There, you kind of remind me of that guy a little oh, bit. Oh, well, yeah. your wrestling persona. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the um, and uh, it, it, I, I always thought that I wanted to get that in, but but um, but yeah. So. So you became tortured. I became time. tortured. So you got the flames and and all that. Yeah. If you never see, I'll put some pictures on the on, on the YouTube thing. Uh, but the um, you know, you had a mohawk, a big oh, mohawk. At the time, I had a huge mohawk. Yeah, I love mohawk. mohawk. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, and six you, seven inch mohawk. Yeah. And, and you didn't have a big beard at the time. Yeah. No. Um, because I had to blow fireballs at the time. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's it's, it's not it's, good. It's not yeah. the best, you know. And I had. Shorter facial hair, didn't really think anything about it, and um, it just kind of like had to keep it good for work and clean trimming and so on yeah. and so forth. Um, but yeah, I had my, my first match with um, FIP, and I had done probably five or six of their shows. Um, I'm actually in the original, you know, uh, fan pamphlet or handout, but the um. Uh, what do you call it? You buy the little program. Program. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, again, my, my words aren't. It's okay. Right it's now. late, man. Um, I was in the original FIP program. Me and LeDuke Jakes as the Horde. Um, and I had uh, gone down to that show in Arcadia mm -hmm. when, I, when I broke my shoulder. And unfortunately, when I broke my shoulder, um, they had kind of moved the whole from St. Pete. They had moved it all the way up to Newport Ritchie to get Sal closer to home. Um, and he was working with a guy named Mark Karafikos. Um, the guy that owned Upwork. Yeah, the guy mm -hmm. that owned Upwork. Uh, Mark Kamikaze Kid. I knew it was yeah. Kamikaze yeah. Kid because uh, I know you're talking about. Um, but uh, Kazi had and him had kind of gone up that way, and um, and, and not then again, sound. I know it's going to sound bad when I say it, but he said that if I couldn't come up and and hand out flyers, and I couldn't come to the school, and I couldn't be up there, which is it's a heck of a long drive, mm -hmm. that I couldn't do it. Well, I had. Kids at the time, yeah. I had just gotten married. Couldn't find the time I, yeah, for I that kind of extra. And I said, "I'm sorry, you know, I'm, I can't do it." He says, "Well, I'm sorry, we're gonna, we're not going to utilize." I was like, "Well, that's just." And that right about that time is when PWA opened up. Mm. You know, um, Toddy had gotten the situation and gotten that started. So I just kind of clean transitioned from FIP and started with PWA um, in its infancy of that particular program and um, help him build that up. And over a five year period. Um, I was, you know, former champion with it. Feuded with Zal for a while, um, but I loved FPWA. And even then, in the infancy of of any part of that particular career, um, to 
have people want to, to get your autograph, have people want to take pictures yep. of you, was just, it just felt really good, you know? And Yeah, the first big taste of that. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, you just had that, that whole deal, and it was fun. Yeah. It was fun, and you got your aggressions out because, I mean, it, uh, I guess, I mean, I love your world debut or whatever. Um, I, through the breakup, unfortunately, of my, my uh, first son's mother, um, I... They, they clinically diagnosed me as a bipolar manic depressive with psychotic and extreme rage, which I don't know how they came up with that particular diagnosis. Uh, but I found that wrestling kept me very grounded. Mm -hmm. Wrestling kept me yeah. very down to the earth. You get your adrenaline up, you let it go. And when you get done, it's like you lifted weights for four hours. Yep. You know, in a 30-minute, or not even 30. It's therapeutic. Yeah, oh, it's, it's 100%. Mm -hmm. You know, if it wouldn't have been for wrestling, I would. I don't know where I would have been because my, it just, it helped me really center myself in everything. Um, and I know it's really hard. A lot of people say that, but, I mean, it's it's legit 100%. Yeah, you're going through a lot. You had an ex-wife. Oh, yeah. It, well, your baby mama. Ex-girlfriend, baby girlfriend, mama, yeah. fresh, freshly married. Yeah. Um, at this point now, I had my third kid, mm -hmm. you know, it was, it was 2003, 2004. And, and this is also like post 9-11. Oh, post so like it, it, everything's yeah. crazy and then wars happening. Oh, it was just insane to the next on. level. But it kept me very, you know, um, Division One pro wrestling. That's mm -hmm. another one that was done. I'm sorry. It just popped into my head. Division it was D1PW. Um, so yeah, it, it, it kept me very centered. Um, and I stayed with FI, uh, full FPWA, um, for a good five years. I think we had five years. Really? You read that long? Yeah. I've seen quite a bit. I, he, he has a yeah. YouTube channel and I, I've seen quite a bit. I mean, it's older. Oh yeah. Dude, that, that was, time. It's, and I'll tell you what, I, I know a lot of people like you, you do a lot of video on, on your yeah. stuff. Um, I know, uh, Universal is doing a lot, a lot of stuff. WWN has a lot of stuff. Uh, Dave Coco. Coco Sports. Coco Sports, by far. Him and Big James were a lot of stuff that... James that runs in Brooksville here. Yeah. Richards? Yeah, that's that's James Legend. Yeah, James Legend. Well, now he's not so Big James, but back then he was Big James, you know, before, unfortunately, you know. And what... It's, it sounds terrible. Somebody asked me that. What's the name of his organization? I don't know. I, 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 it's escaping me right now for some reason. I'm, I know. Like, I want to bite it my it. darn tongue. Um, but him and Coco. He runs up at uh, at um, at the, the rate or the. <sighs> God dang it. Yes. Yes. That's it. <laughs> I'm glad we're both looking at each other going. I, 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 it's literally right up the road from me, like yeah. tw twenty minutes it's up the road. Literally I'm just around the corner over here at uh, Leadfoot City. Leadfoot City. Yeah. Uh, but 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 the wrestling. Uh, I can't remember the promotion for off the top of my head. I'm sorry, James. Um, yeah, we're we're gonna go. We're gonna go stand in the corner yeah, and think about sorry. our lives, James. I apologize. I'm sorry. We're old. And we got too many chairs <laughs> smashing our head. So, so you started out, I mean, um, had a good run with FPWA. FPWA. That, and, and let me ask, is, was it, you went, like, like, was it like you just stay at this promotion and you can't work any other promotion uh, in the area at that time? Was that kind of like how it was? Or was it like, you guys just rest where the fuck you want type of thing? Yes. It was. Yeah, it's, it's nowhere near what it is right now. 
you know, nothing against MLW, nothing against any of these other organizations. At that time, you worked as much as you can work wherever you yeah. can work. Yeah. That's when you, you'd be in FEWA. You'd go with, um, uh, through FIP talking with Mosca is when we had jokingly talked about ACW. Mm-hmm. You know, it was uh, uh, um, American Combat Wrestling, I think is what he had, had mm-hmm. originally yes. um, started it up. And we were down, I was down here in FEWA, and I get a call from Mosca. He's like, you, you ain't gonna believe this, man. I go, what do you mean you ain't gonna believe this? He goes, dude, I did it. I go, you did what? I said, well, you, 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 you know, you got divorced, you bought a Corvette, you got a mm-hmm. kid, you, you, what, you went to China? He goes, no, we're starting ACW. And I was like, what? What do you mean you're starting ACW? He goes, oh, yeah, we're, we're starting ACW. And they ended up getting in um, Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street, yep. the, the bar and stuff up there. Mm-hmm. And when they got in that bar and ACW started between, it, it was literally like um, All-Star Wrestling. Yeah, there was Don, Don Vinny and all of them ran yeah. All-Star. All-Star. Which like, was at um, Gasoline Alley. Gasoline, Gasoline Alley, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I talked about that actually on whatever I, man this, on the this, podcast before that the, the, there was sort of that, and this is also the time where you had um, um, Kern was bringing the WWE guys. Yeah, that's when the uh, FC Florida Championship was going. Yeah, uh, and he was bringing them over like um, Sheamus and yeah. Rollins and uh, yeah. all those guys would come over and they would get their rep count up. Mm-hmm. Over at Bourbon Street, at one hundred percent, and uh, towards, but, towards the tail end, yeah, yeah. towards the tail end. It, but before that, it was it was like a, a little, uh, and 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 big big huge things that that made Bourbon Street was was Eddie Torres, Damian mm-hmm. Angel, Merck, Sideshow, Merck, mm-hmm. uh, um, Mosca was a big big part of all that fun stuff. Um, Snow was part of it in the beginning and kind of tapered off. He. I, I don't want to say he got hurt, but I can't remember. He kind of stepped away. Um, but Snow was in there for a period. I got in there uh, for a good minute um, and was really enjoying the heck out of myself. And it was it was that – it was almost like the good old boys' locker room. Mm-hmm. You know, we all respected each other for the most part. You had a couple of unique situations and bad times. But everyone squashed it really quick, and it was good. But they bring in new talent on a constant basis, you know, and it was really good. And then Keith got in and found out how good and how well off what it can do. Mm-hmm. And then ACW took off from there. Yeah. Um, when that kind of happened, um, I sort of kind of stepped away a little bit um, and didn't. I wasn't. I was there in the beginning, but I didn't really run and go with it in the overall. Because it was kind of far away, you know, yeah. and my job got really um, kind of chaotic, the shoot job aspect of it. But um, I've done a lot of things with a lot of different people, um, some great, some unique, some stuff. But uh, I just had fun with everything that I did and anybody that I worked with, yep. you know, um, and I think that that's well, you're 20 years in now. You're I'm, yeah, I'm 20. Or my daughter's 24 now, so yeah. My daughter is 20. We had her in 23. I trained, yeah, like 02, I think is so when, like 21, I, when I started. 20, 21 so, years, yeah, yeah. 20, 22 years being working wise, but then you know, a year plus, and you know, get a few hiatuses and, yeah. and things. 
But I mean, it's it's still how do you been such a blast? I, I mean, that's awesome, man. It, 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 however, um, from a contrasting, obviously when oh, you man. first got in, hardcore was mm-hmm. like the big thing. And it wasn't quite called deathmatch as much. I, I think that was more of a, even a niche within that. But um, but like hardcore was the big thing at that time, tailing off the ECW area and because yeah. because it was all running off because like when ECW closed or well got bought whatever you want to mm-hmm. say um, it got acquired then you kind of like in the north MLW kind of took the north or like. Philly, that that mm-hmm. crowd mm-hmm. Um, over uh, for for a bit, and then um, Ron was uh, doing some stuff with IPW, and he would bring some ECW guys down. But MLW also, um, excuse me, ECW would run like some in Florida. Back in the day, they used to run in Florida, so so there was a lot of little pockets of like different hardcore uh, wrestling, ma- semi mainstream. Uh, promotions that were going, yeah, and um, because like New Jack, for example, he would go and work. I, I can't remember if it's FIP oh, or IPW. I, it, it may have been both. He, he do, yeah, he yeah. was. He was CM Punk did yeah. IPW. Joe Samoa Joe did. Uh, I believe <laughs> FIP. Jumo um, did FIP. Yeah, yeah. Brian and, Danielson uh, did FIP. Yeah, Brian did. Like so, like there was a lot of like talent that was coming through, um, and um, I guess who who do you think? From like, I guess like your first five years. We'll just stick in that era, mm-hmm. uh, because most wrestlers are probably listen to this um, that are probably within f- only five years in or whatever. <laughs> they don't know about these guys. Mm-hmm. Who like who was the top guys in that five years? You would say like that was headlining these shows that may have not moved in, onto WWE or oh uh, you know like WCW well, WCW is called dude I got I got like a, I I'm dude, you want it like or TNA not, yeah. in no in no particular order the top guys independently mm-hmm. independently that that was in the, now I, I can just go by the state of Florida I mean if you want to go Let's by just go Florida overall, oh, Let's just go Florida. Florida one of the, one of the top guys Billy Five one of the, one of the better other thing Madison definitely had to be the, the one of the top deals Lex Lovett. Right up there, Mike Sullivan. Again, the guys we already talked about. Mm-hmm. But Scoop. these were the quintessential three of the clock. Bruce Santee mm-hmm. was another one. Great, phenomenal fellow and all yeah. that stuff. Um, Naftali. Mm-hmm. Naftali was a, um, a, a, a cruiserweight. Mm-hmm. But the guy did both sides of it. He can do the, the Japanese hardcore, or the, the Japanese, uh, uh, what do you call it? The, the Deathwitch? Uh, not the deathmatch stuff. The the stuff where you got no, the hard hitting bruiser just bang, oh bang. strong style strong style yeah mm-hmm. he can do that strong style stuff that you're just looking going how is he still walking how is he still even able to do this stuff but they were able to do that stuff you know and that was the quintessential back then early two thousands were were just great bunch of guys. The, they also did the hardcore aspect of it. You know, a guy named Havoc did a lot of hardcore stuff with that. Snow did a lot of hardcore stuff in that aspect. A guy named Chaos, uh, a guy named Subway, you know, which literally he got his name because he worked at Subway. He used mm-hmm. to come in with footlongs and, and give the guys footlongs, mm-hmm. and they, they put him in through it. Um, the hardcore aspect it was there. Um, the, uh, another guy, uh, Mike Quackenbush. Was Black, a guy, yeah. yeah uh, really he's a guy that that was a really. He was the what the NWA 
light heavyweight champion for did, a good period of time. Quack lived down here. Uh, I, I mean, he's a Philly guy. I well, I was like, I don't, I know that that was what a lot of people were talking about. Okay. A lot of people that you strive to yeah. see when you when you went through at the yeah. time, you'd go, hey, go watch this guy, go watch yeah. this guy. I would get Bam Bam Bigelow. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd get oh, one yeah, man Bam, yeah, yeah, back in the yeah, day. Uh, yeah, Bam Bam was good friends with Ralph. Oh yeah, dude, yeah. he he was great. You know, he, mm-hmm. he'd show up. At, you know, at shows and. I was using greetings from Asbury Park. He actually told me, he said, he said, please don't do that anymore. And I was like, but sir, he goes, he goes, I understand. He goes, and I respect it. He goes, thank you for that. He goes, don't do it anymore. He said he hurt his back and messed his back up from all those guys, just the weight from the physicality. Yeah, the physicality of doing that sit down deal Mm -hmm. because you can't. I mean, you can hold them up, but the the body's still laying across your shoulder. Yeah, I, I, I hate doing anything landing on my ass. It's, it fucking hurts. Yeah. Well, the other one too, and I hate to say, it, is if you don't have the you don't have the right singlet on, you tend to sit on your testicle, bud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've had some close. Yeah. But but the thing is, is like, uh, yeah, dude. I, I I mean, that's cool that he actually, uh, you know, told me that. Yeah. And it, and it, it wasn't for his selfish reasons. It was. Oh no 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 for no. Your safety and health. Oh yeah, it was a hundred percent. And that's when um, I had caught a, a younger. Abyss before he got to TNA. Oh, really? And I saw that that spinning power bomb, you know, which I always liked Big Boss Man from back in the day. Anyway, he did a side slam, boom, mm-hmm. off the ropes, side slam, boom. And I was like, well, how can you make this a little bit, you know, more crazy? And I just told the guys, I said, kick your feet up behind my head. As you come off the ropes, kick your feet up. And we did a rotate. And I ended up doing almost a complete 360 with him. And I was like, oh, that's, I'm going to go and do that. That was before I really kind of, Seen it done on in some black like, oh, hole, this, yeah, the black about. hole slam. Mm-hmm. You know, I call it the I call Which, it the backdraft. Backdraft. Oh yeah, yeah you did. I tell call me it that. the backdraft. Yeah. Yep. Um, but we were watching the TNA, and I was like, oh, look at this big mass guy, big massive guy. Oh, and I was like, what the? And I'm literally standing there going, dude, just like, what the? What the he, heck is going he just on did here? The backdraft. I was like, dude, I just I just lost my finishing move. You know. Yeah. And from that point forward. Oh, like Abyss does. I'm like, no, I did it beforehand. <laughs> That's crazy. No, I, oh, no. I and it's just kind of like, okay, yes, like Abyss. Yeah, we'll like be good. Abyss. But hey, yes, those right. would be the guys that, you know, would be great. And again, I kind of wish they did have that, that repertoire, like you said, of putting stuff down on tape because people today can learn great stuff about physicality, getting people involved, that storyline and how vital it is to get people into that whole situation. What do you keep looking at your phone I'm for? I'm checking the time. What are you looking at our time? So we're about seven at, hours. We're, people don't so, like this? So we got one hour, 18 minutes. So like, what are we getting? Cutting no, us down? No, we're, like fi- no we're fine. We're fine. Well, what are you looking at the time for? for I'm fun? checking the time. You're going to cut all this out, aren't you? You're going to no, edit I it out. I'm going to cut this shit <laughs> out. I'm too fucking lazy for that. <laughs> He's like, yeah, enter, delete, done, good. I'm you can say thank put... you, Sal, as you do all that stuff. I, no, 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 I'm, I'm just going to put this part, the podcast out, and I'll put the video out real quick. But um, is I, this going to be on today? Not today. I'll probably do it out tomorrow. Oh my god! What's it like? Well, like it, what's it like? Forty-five minutes. Forty-eight minutes. <laughs> but um, so 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 you kind of covered that it, kind of that era and um, draw draw wise. Did the indie shows? I mean, from what I've seen, it looks like the indie shows did a lot better. Back At least then, the yes. ones that I've seen on video. Back then, because yes. I lived in New York. Well, I moved to Florida in two thousand three, so mm-hmm. 
But I, the, the and that actually is like Bourbon Street and that mm-hmm. stuff because I worked on McDill in 05. So I would get like the little things at lunchtime because mm-hmm. I was in Bretton Plaza across yeah. the street from FCW. So I, I would get the little flyers and stuff like that that they were doing those shows over there. And they would also flyer like the, you know, WWE if they came to town or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Out. Of course. That was yeah. a big thing. <laughs> but, um, so, like, just this crazy generation of, of wrestling and, um, and, but the draw, do you feel like the draw was better then than it is now? Back then, back then it was 100%. And here's the reason why. I know, I know, and it's, and it's gonna, and, and again, I'm not. We're talking like 03 to like oh, this is, 10, 11. Oh, yeah, easily, yeah. easily. Yeah. That, that era. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was. The ruthless it, aggression era. Of yeah. WWE, oh, but it, but it was also, there was a lot more, um, you didn't have as many people. You didn't have many organizations. As many wrestling or yeah. the competition was. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to sound terrible. Within a, a, a 10 mile radius of just Tampa Bay Pro, you mm-hmm. guys run in. Uh, we'll, go, we'll go. Yeah, we'll go. We'll say St. P, Pinellas, yeah. and I do some hills. You got, you got POW, that's mm-hmm. still in the same area. Seminole. Tampa Bay Pro, mm-hmm. you know, that runs. Largo, St. Uh, Pete. Lar- yeah, um, there, there was. Uh, uh, I did uh, Palm Harbor too, and uh, I've done Hillsboro too. So I've been all over, but yeah. Okay, I get you, buddy. Okay. Got it. We're the Bay. We're the Bay. <laughs> yeah. Um, WWN still kind of runs their stuff over mm-hmm. at OCC. Um, it's, it's still Which a is big Pinellas one. Park. Yeah. So um, ACW at the time, I mean, obviously now, you know, it's not there it, anymore. It's, it's not there anymore, but they were still very predominant. Um, ASW with, uh, which I, I swear James's deal is ASW, I think. With Don um, Vinny? With, no, no with, with uh, Big James. Big James is still kind oh. of doing ASW. He's still kind of in the area. Um, not as common, but still with Leadfoot, he still does it. Yeah. Um, that's, not a, that, no, that's not ASW. It's not? No. You sure? Come on, you made me pull my phone out. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to I'm be a pain in the butt. I'm look at it right now. Let's see if I can do it. I, I can't. Or can I? Let's see if I can do it without. But there's losing. a lot more organizations that are up and going now. James, that, I'm sorry. I can't remember this, man. Yeah. Please don't chastise us there, big guy. Um, We still love you, okay? I'll look right in the camera and go, I still love you, James, okay? Brawl. Brawl. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, There's still a lot, of, or, lot more organizations right now that are running way too close to each other. Yeah, you know, um, literally I, I tend, in the back in this. the backyard of of people, and that's one of the. And again, I'm not not bumping my big promotion on anything, you know, because, but Universal UCW is down in Palmetto. It's in Palmetto. Yeah. What else is in Palmetto? What no, else is in Minnesota? What else is in that realm? Kingdom. Yeah, Kingdom runs. Yeah, um, but Kingdom, nothing against Cody. Cody yeah. You know, nothing against Cody. Cody does does okay down there, but you're running at a restaurant outside that you can't really put a lot of, you know, extreme stuff into. So I mean, and 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 again, nothing against any other organizations. I will never compare anyone to anyone. It's just no, he, with, you're not indoors. You're not yeah. in a more comfortable type situation yeah. to where it is. You're at the realm of weather. You're at the realm of heat. You're at the realm yeah. of multiple different things. You know, um, but there's just like, a lot of people running that you go, all right, you got four weeks out of the, out of the month. You've got, you know, 
again, just yeah, no matter where you are, it doesn't yeah. matter who you are, how rich you are, boom, boom, how boom, poor boom. you are. Everyone yeah. only has four four Saturdays a month. Yeah, everyone only has four Sundays. Well, so, like, there's got... only so much you can run on, and like shared talent is the other it, one. It, 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 that's a big thing, and like, um, I think it's very important. You know, you, you kind of need a roster, at least yeah. a, at least a backbone crew, a skeleton crew mm-hmm. of guys, and you can get like I kind of have some rotation of of guys that I'll bring in and out. But I kind of have my skeleton crew. That's the foundation of the company, and then you kind of I I, I sprinkle in guys, free agents. I call them. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's free agent now. But like you know, um, that that you're going to kind of spice things up, mm-hmm. and um, I think that's really important. Um, I I think you know what I don't like is some places that would just bring guys in and they just bring them in to lose. Uh, for a short a one match, a one-off match, and that's fine. But like, if it's like, I try to bring guys in. If I bring a journeyman in, I want to keep them for at least three shows. Yeah, to kind of get something out, like like have them get a little bit of a a run there, and then like, hey, we're done after six months. You know, it, it's it's it, and I feel like a lot of people feel like that gets heat, but it's it doesn't. Oh. Like, it, 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 at the very bottom line is. It's kind of like if you looked at this and we weren't doing wrestling and we were doing movies, yeah. for example, and you are directing a movie and you're casting a crew. Like, I can't have all the same character, same actors that you have in your movie that you're making as well because you're also making the same genre of movie. Mm-hmm. But a few guys cross over. But you can't have everybody cross over. It's kind of like when you know every pod, you know it can't be an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> well, yeah, it can't be an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> but like, it, it can't be like you know when you see uh, like uh, what was it? Uh, the guy that played Deadpool, and then he was also Ryan uh, Yeah, Green Green Lantern. Green Lantern. And it's like we can't find any more actors to be yeah. like, in, in superhero movies. It kind of gets ridiculous. Well, here comes here comes the unique situation on that, though. Ryan Reynolds actually was, was pushing for Deadpool a long time before Green Lantern. Gotcha. You know, so it's, it's you kind of pick a particular one that's like, hey, that's I, I a know. little hiccup. And it's actually sensitive right now with Ryan Reynolds, too, because he's doing some stuff with I I, I don't want to oh. get off on the tangent here. but With the soccer? Oh, no, with the Deadpool 3. And oh, then yeah. there's drama with Hugh Jackman or oh, yeah. something. Um, um, and changing scenes, da da da. Now here's the here's the other one too is that that you you brought up a really good point with the, with the journeyman. You bring a guy in for two three three shows, three shows minimum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that means that you saw something in that guy that could be a positive. Okay, yep. you bring him in for one show. What's that guy going to do for one show? People are going to just start to get to know him. Yeah, and he's going to go away. Well, then people come back to, to, to then your next show, and you're going, hey, where's Where's John? Where's John Bond Jenkins? You know, I really like John Bond Jenkins. Oh well, he didn't make this show. Well, oh man, I hope he, he hope he comes back. You get someone in, and you give him three, four shows. You give him some time to do his thing. Yeah. Hey, we like this. We didn't like this. Try this next time. You put him back out there. He gets in with the crowd. He gets in with the young teenagers. Let's yeah. say, you know, he does a skateboarder gimmick and it does phenomenal. Boom. All of a sudden, you got that teenager is telling other people, you're looking out there going, wait a minute, we got 50 more tickets on this show. You're looking out there and you go, you got people now that are wearing skater stuff and bringing their boards and everything. You're like, well, wait a minute. John Bon Magoo over here just did good and brought you up. 
Well, now we're going to bring him in on a more permanent basis. You yeah. know, a lot of people don't do that. It, it, a lot of people bring in that one-off, and that's it. Peace be with you. Have a nice day. And and the thing is, is is oh, it, it also gets into one of these situations where it, they go a good journeyman, which which I look at myself now in my career. I look at myself as a journeyman, and I I feel like I can go in. I'll do exactly what I'm being asked to do, mm-hmm. and I get that over or get whoever I'm, else I'm working over or both of preferably both of us over where. I connect with the crowd, or they connect with the crowd. I connect with the crowd, however mm-hmm. I should connect with the crowd. And then, as long as you get that over, it you're doing your job. And it's like you come in, you do a good job. It, one match for a lot of guys, that's not enough to know whether they can do. Oh. Like, like it gives you a taste, and then it gives you a string along. Like I get guys all the time, and I hate doing like these podcasts. Everyone does these podcasts, like they're shitting on green guys. And oh no, like no, 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 no! But like. Like honestly, I want to see what they can like what they can do. And like to me, from my perspective, I am looking at like as a promoter now that I, I don't have a school affiliated with Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling, uh-huh. uh, for example. Like I don't have a feeder school. I, I kind of look at everybody. I look at every all free agents. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have to book young guys anymore. Like just like that are there unless they really want to be there. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make like some guy that contacts me from XYZ school in whatever. I'll just say Jacksonville, just say a city. If he traded in Jacksonville at some school up there and then he wants to come down, it's like, well, if you want to come down, then just come down and prove to me that you're going to show up. Because I have a lot of times, well, I'll, I'll go and I'll, I'll, I'll try to book some people and then they burn you. Yeah. Like, like they just don't show up. Oh, 100%. So like you have not proved even you will show up to the show. And be reliable to me. Mm-hmm. A, a guy that that you know very well um, is uh, that kind of contacted me and wanted to get it is a guy named Dante Casanova. Oh, really? And I I actually um, he came from um, Breeze's school uh-huh. and Sean's yeah. school in Orlando, Flatbacks, and um, you know he was very polite. And he, I actually got I got a call actually from not for Tambay Pro for him. If, but from actually um, another promotion I work with up in Georgia, um, and um, they promoter hit me up. He said, "Hey, I, I, the guy you're supposed to wrestle isn't going to show up, but I got this one young guy he's from the school. He's like, do you want? I'm like, here, send me stuff. I'll look at it. I told him, "Hey, man, I hit him up, and I said, "Hey, man, um, do you want to wrestle? You could ride with me, you know, from my place. Just park your truck or whatever at my place, and we'll shoot up." And, you know, went on road with him, got to know him. Great dude. You know, like Roy, or his real name's Roy, but Dante, such is a... Is it really? Yeah, it's Roy, yeah, it's just Roy. Um, <laughs> but, uh, he, I didn't know he, that. And he was an Army guy and all that kind of stuff. He so still is an Army guy. He still is. And and the thing is, is he he just, like, I had a, like, he thought I was, like, I went up there, and he doesn't know this, but I could have just squished him. Like, as far as, not, like, not from oh, a yeah. superstar, but, like, the promoter said, like, like you do what you want to do oh so we went out there and we did like a 13 14 minute full feature match oh god yeah and like i was like roy and i I explained everything like as far as like what we could do and i wasn't like an asshole bad like i'm gonna take over and like i was like what can you do at this part what can you do at this part because he was very well educated he's obviously looks like a fucking greek god 
and you know he um and like i'm like okay so this is how i want to you know we we put together in the car for the most part on the way up and when i got up there i'm like no we're gonna do a full feature match just get and like that promoter lets me kind of like roll with the, he trusts me so um you know we went in there killed it you know and he had great match and actually he actually videoed it and they actually um he told me that they brought that back at the school and they all watched it at the school oh dude and they were like, re- like like really happy about it so like you know and then from that point i'm like okay you like i started but like he did all the th- right things to do mm-hmm. like he showed me that he would show up he showed me that he was willing to work with me he would help out however he could um like those are all the ingredients for success and i think a lot of guys need need that help and i don't want like, like i said i don't want to do like a but that's a from a promoter standpoint what i would want to see because like <clears throat> you know like it, it's not just proving yourself it's it's building a trust mm-hmm. with with who you're working with oh it's a relationship anything's a relationship. yeah it, it, it's a relationship and and like but I'm now at a point where it's like now I want to step up the promotion. So I want to, like for Tampa Pro at least, from my perspective, I want it to be um, higher level product from a wrestling standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, or if it's not like work rate wrestling or whatever you want to say it, it's from an entertainment standpoint. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I feel like, um, like no offense to shows that have schools associated with them directly or what have you but you're always going to have the young uh, like younger talent that are still growing and grooming mm-hmm. um if you can i think if if i now at this point for me to make more money i got to have a better product yeah. to sell tickets oh, 100%. you see what i'm saying yeah and like there's always going to be like the spin from a standpoint well if if you book young guys then they're going to bring all their family out for the first few shows. And then but, they'll be gone. And, and, then, and then they'll be gone yeah. because that gets real old real quick. And, like, that's a crutch that you can go to. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? But it's not something you should drive a whole promotion based off of. Even, <clears throat> excuse me. Even what so, like, um, when you do have those those younger guys, and and I'm kind of, you know, that's why you have those, what, the, the dark matches or the pre-show matches. So do a pre-show of, or yeah, bonus kinda, match. Yeah, kind of a deal is um, – you you want to give them that shot in front of people, and yeah, you might make a little bit of it, but I mean, you might have a superstar in that situation. Yeah. You know, we gave a, a, a younger dude. Um, unfortunately, doesn't work with us because he, he's an idol guy, and we had a little bit of a parting ways. Uh, VHS, yeah, uh, Vix Vix Hop Shakur, mm-hmm. um, great dude, great, great kid. young kid. Listen, knowledge. You know, you talk with him a little bit. And he's he really was starting to get his stride um, down there with UCW, and, and unfortunately, you know, um, he had not with us, but with his his trainer, kind of requested some unique situations that we couldn't uh, uh, attend to, um, and he's not with us anymore. But um, huge open door to him. But I mean, in that aspect, you know, we gave him that shot, and he he shined, he yeah, shined like a thing, and became. On the roster, one hundred percent. Yeah, you know? I mean, I mean, he was you guys' um, go to cruiser. Or all the, all guy, yeah, him, 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 and Steel were great. Yeah, they were know? killing it. You know, um, overall, it was it was it was really good. And and um, Dante is he not? Um, again, you know, I, it it we love these podcasts and we love these little side things. Um, is he is he with? Uh, is he going to be coming out the Tampa Bay Pro at all? Um, I I, I talked with Dante. 
Um, I I don't want to put his business out there, but um, he he is doing some stuff with uh, oh he's got some in Cleveland uh, yeah. with the EC three stuff. Yep. and he's he's it, just yeah. he, he's just kind of busy, busy right now. No, he's extremely busy. But That's you know, what I was asking, but you the know. door is open. Like obviously, oh, you know, to, to him. I mean, oh, uh, he's he's honestly ECW too. Honestly, and I, I think that's another thing as a, as a promoter or and booker, uh, promoter or booker, you have to look at like your guys need to grow. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? And, and I wouldn't say he's my guy, but like your talent that you have booked previously, they need to grow too. And sometimes to grow, they have to go away. Yeah, and and they have to go away and work other places and build that name up and do all those awesome <clears> things. <throat> because if you don't, because if you try to stifle um, them. From from expanding, th- then it, it doesn't it, it it doesn't go well like for you. You know what I mean? Like it, it's oh, it, like like it makes your promotion look like you're being greedy and it's stifling the development of your talent. Um, like a lot of promotions I'll work with, you know, I I'm at the point in my career where <clears throat> if I'm wrestling for a promotion. Typically, I'm not doing it for the payday or something like that. I, I, I'm doing it because I want to help that promotion. Yeah. And I probably have a relationship, somewhat of a relationship, with the owner or booker or somebody related to the to their brand. And I think, to me, that's like in my career, that's how I look at it. I've done stuff on TV. I still do some stuff on TV with MLW. I'm really lucky. Um, I have my own brand. That's my own kind of creative outlet that I, my own sandbox, but I, I love wrestling um, for other, like, like you guys, I, I love wrestling for other companies as well. And, um, you know, it, it's just a trust thing and it's a time thing. Like we talked about, there's only four, four Saturdays a month mm-hmm. and there's only so, or Sundays or what have you, but you only have four weeks a month. You know, if you're going to run regular shows, you know, like, you know, most people get bookings on, on one of those days. And from a promoter standpoint, going back to what you were saying before, I I just got to the point where, um, you know, like I think, like you said, the market is saturated. Yeah. But 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 there still is some. There's a great deal of respect for that. Is I I think even if some of the promoters don't might not see eye to eye, I don't see a lot of people step on each other's toes. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I think that's a good thing, and and it, and there is talent that you know, obviously like, if uh, whatever, but heavy wants to go and he wants to go wrestle for another promotion in the area. I don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's his business. Yeah, it's not um, like you have exclusive rights now, to anything. No, one you know? thing I am conscientious of, and this is just me talking and i don't know how like you know you're i don't like booking a champion from another local regional promotion 100%. because unless i have a relationship with that promotion and we're to like defend the title or there's a cross promotional type match yeah because you get in the situation well i'm a champion over here and now you just stifled how i can book you yep and um like if you're some champion in in um whatever, Timbuktu, I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter. And I probably don't want you to bring the belt out because the fans aren't educated on it unless we're doing a cross-promotional deal. Right. Um, and <laughs> because a lot of times guys will have belts and be like, hey, can I just defend it here? Unless you get the okay from that promotion, both promoters are okay with that. You shouldn't be doing that. Um, also, it kind of somewhat makes it somewhat 
predictable who's going to win the match if they're doing a cross-promotional match. Mm -hmm. But that's for a whole nother too. Here I am defending SWT title (laughs) Pro, but that's a whole nother story as far as that goes. But um, well, the other one too is that when when you bring in when you bring in a a title, you know, someone comes to you know UCW, you know, well, well, here we'll we'll go straight like this, you know, you will bring your champion, you know, let's say you know what Sage, yeah, Sage, Sage worked for for us down in in UCW. Mm -hmm. Sage comes down and work with us. We don't want Sage to bring the Tampa Bay Pro. Nothing against the TBT yep. title or the Tampa Bay Pro title. We want to make sure that our title is the main title. Yeah. We want to make sure that ours is because that's our promotion that's being represented. Yep. You know, nothing against it. Sage is a great dude. He does you're a great champion for your yeah. organization, and he's a phenomenal worker. Yep. You know, but to to go in um, and bring all these other titles and stuff like that, it's like, well, wait a minute. Everybody in this damn place has a title. Yeah. You know, it, come on, guys. If Let's everyone has it, a, a title, then you know, known as a title. Uh, and the biggest one also is, is, is a lot of people, most of the people today, 80% of the people don't have the ego thing. Yeah. You know, I am a champion over here that's right down the way. Well, okay, great. So I'm going to go work for them. Have a nice day. Yeah. You know, but I want to work. Well, dude, you, you just bit yourself in the foot, you know. Just every, everyone's going to understand that, you know, you don't have a contract with everyone. You uh, need to understand that um, you, you need to check your egos kind of at the door. You know, whether you've been doing this one year, three years, you know, maybe over four or five years, it might get to that point. But even at three years now, you're still considered a greenhorn. Yeah. You know, you might have some great shows. You might have some great matches under your belt. You might have people looking at your TV. You know how many people have, have come up and said, well, I'm doing dark matches for AEW. I mm-hmm. said, you and everyone in the state of Florida. Yeah. You know, I hate that in a terrible aspect, but I mean, it, everybody. It, 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 I it. mean, it kind of, it kind of like I'm not trying to like. Oh, not, not the, the, to, there's pros and cons of doing yeah. doing that. You know, so, uh, a lot of people would. But, uh, but honestly, hey, if you can make that money, make that money too. Yeah, like, I'm go not paying, for it. I'm not paying your bills. So. You know, I agree 100. <laughs> percent You know, but um, a lot of people just need to understand that you know you're still doing a business. You should be doing this for for almost like the the love of what you're doing. Yeah. You know, um, that's the, the one of the turmoils that's kind of happening in college football right now. They're talking about uh, having large contracts and getting money to go to go do that stuff. But you lose automatically the love of the game if you're getting paid to do it. You can love and enjoy it, but now you're looking at, well, I just made X millions of dollars to go play that game. You know, rather than, hey, I really enjoyed myself going and playing that game. Yeah. You know? Um, so it, it gets, it gets really tough in that scenario, but just regular, if, if the, if people in the business, the young kids coming up, um, would just understand that, you know, just check your egos at the door, just check your heads well, at the there's door, no reason keep for your it. head drilled on straight, be smart about what's going on. Well, there's no know? reason for, uh, honestly, there's no reason for anybody to have ego. Like, like really what it comes back to is the, the person. Like that, like the the human being aspect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If 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 you are an asshole in real life, but <laughs> and, and you bring that into your business, you're not going to do well good business. People Correct. aren't going to want to work with you. Correct. That's why, like a lot of times, I'm not say all of them, but like in more modern times, I would say if you meet a more famous wrestler, for example, mm-hmm. usually they're very nice people. Mm-hmm. They're very easy to work with. You don't get ahead being a dickhead. 
You know Correct. what I mean? Being difficult to work. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter how much talent that you have. If some people don't want to work with you, that's going to be said to management, uh, and management is going to not keep them around. Mm-hmm. So, like, just look at that from a success standpoint. From a competition standpoint, I used to tell the guys when I was associated with the school, um, you know, I would tell them, I guess I would see a lot of, like, in, I don't, not fighting, but competition, like going at each other's throats, like, mm-hmm. a little bit. And it's just like, guys, honestly, look to your left, look to your right. You, that's not your competition. Yeah. Your competition should be where you want to go. Yeah. Your competition is Seth Rollins. Yeah. Your oh, competition yeah. is is Moxley or who, wherever, you know, or, you know, Satoshi Kojima or whoever it is. Like, you know, you don't have, like, you shouldn't be competing, like, being obsessed about that. It, it's like, you know, going, kind of going into some of the somewhat topical right now. Jordan Owens has, has put together the Florida Top 100. Oh. And, 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 and like, and, and everyone's the getting... essential that everyone gets their feelings hurt uh, over and, the Jordan and, Owens and, Top 100. And, and, and Jordan, like, leads off and says, this is the love letter. A love letter. Yes. It's, it, it's like, I'm trying to mention guys that should be seen yeah. Should be featured in Florida. It doesn't mean I I guess if you don't make the list, maybe that says something. But if you make the list, just shut the fuck up at yeah. this point. Like you 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 are relevant enough. Okay. Yeah. And when it comes down to this, ain't nobody on there, you know, really like really fighting to be like physically beating someone up <laughs> to get to the top of the mountain. Okay. It's this is entertainment. Okay. So like if you want to do that, there is a sport for that. There's plenty of martial yeah. arts. There's mixed martial arts. Go do those Sorry kind of that. things. Hey, hey, we're going to take a quick break here. Um, you got to go pee. Yeah, I'm going to do that. And I'm gonna show, <laughs> I got a surprise for you. We're just going to let it re- keep recording. I'll cut. Okay. Hey, for all your merchandise and collectible needs, check out ShopTampaBayProWrestling.com. We've got merch and more from your favorite superstars. We'll see you there. Back from uh, from break here. And nice. I, I got something for you, Torch. But it's not oh my for gosh. you. It's not okay. for you. It's for but me. No, is it coming so, home? So you were going to present something to me. I'm going to present this to you. This is actually the Dream Women's Wrestling World Championship. Sure. And oh, it, it, no way. I, uh, I, got a, I actually had it for about a month. And I wanted to show you first. Okay. First hand here. Okay, I'm going to put this your impressions out. here. It's, this is an unboxing video, apparently. <sighs> Now, do I say anything crazy? Like, that's a really long zipper. That's a long zipper. That's a long zipper. First off, you need to put this the other way around because this zipper across the I know. I I just got that case, and that case is a pain in the ass. I like the other case I had for Pro-Am, but this is not for Pro-Am. Jeez, Manetti. Holy cow. I love the purple. Yeah. I love the purple. Oh, look at that. It is a great job. So, so the guy that actually did oh it. Oh my god! Well, my this contact. So, so, um, so you know Frank Gastineau. Frank. Yeah. So, so Ref Frankie was like he works at Impact as well, and uh, he had or TNA again. Um, he um, he hooked me up with the guy that did their belts, their most recent belts, and um, and uh, that's a nice. Me that's, with him. That's, that's they cut me a deal. Man. It's nice, man. Now, can I? You want me to be honest, and, and, and I know. Yeah, no, let me like, see it, man. Well, it's it's tough because and, and, like you you 
would dream, you know, this is this is your organization. Yeah. I would have changed this coloration right here. Oh, there. Yeah. I, I was going to do teal. Well, the only reason being is that you have your your logo here, and as petite and thin yeah. as it is, if you would have changed this just a little bit, your eyes would have centered. It would have centered into more. the center yeah. right on Dream. I, it, it, you know, I I kind of like um, it's like when I look at gear. I always try to get three colors, mm -hmm. and like I feel like if you go less than that, it kind of wow. looks too plain. If you go um, more than that, it gets overwhelming a little bit. So I was like, the silver, the black, and the purple. But I actually wanted to do because the colors for Dream is actually purple and then uh, like the tealish green. Mm -hmm. um, that that should have been you. You should have put your teal here, here, and here. Yeah. But which will make that main plate yeah, top but, real hard. You know, Again. once he was doing like like I was getting antsy, and you know, working with these belt guys because I think he actually doesn't make the belts himself. He goes through like somebody, so it was like one well, of those. Let, let me let me see the backside of this. Let yeah. me take a look. No, but I, but I mean, a, it's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. Absolutely, I love the etching on it. With with the etching on the background, I almost would have go. Hey, right here. Put my name in here. Put my name. Yeah, just <laughs> the crazy. That's a little, you yeah, know. That's funny. Uh, or like, who your who your next like? Do you have in mind who's gonna? Are you doing a tournament for this, or do you have a current? Champion? Well, there will be uh, women that will compete for this belt. Okay. And so, so what's actually happening is the next show um, will be the first. I'm, I'm doing. Um, I believe uh, what I'm doing is three three different matches, and the winners of the those three matches. Um, will qualify for the championship match, which will be a triple threat. And um, whoever wins that will be the first Dream Women's Wrestling Championship. Now, I'm not going to lie to you, okay? I've been watching the Dream Division, okay? I've been watching, mm -hmm. you know, who you bring in. And, and, and maybe it's, it's terrible to put this out in the world, but I am a huge fan of Bro. Avery, yeah. She is amazing great talent and working can pull good matches out of anyone i've seen her wrestle quite a few different people yep. um is great uh respectful in the locker room very down to earth um but i mean avery bro would be a good one um the uh emily Locke, i think mm -hmm. would be a great one for that particular situation now you got you got a, a, a lot of girls that come in for just the dream um that i've watched at tampa bay pro that are really amazing talents, yeah, you know, um, really amazing talents. And um, I'm actually kind of, now I'm kind of It's getting excited. hard, you know, it, it's getting harder and harder to book women, like you were saying, not because of the, not just because of, from a price standpoint. And um, just like you, a lot of the girls, like the maturity process for an independent wrestler is much different for a female than a male. Oh, 100%. Because there's just not, like, men, there's 25 male wrestlers to one female, I Correct. would say. Just roughly. Yeah. So, like, obviously, like, there's, and, and that equates, goes all the way up the chain. And, you know, when you look at WWE, when you look at uh, AEW, Impact, MLW, obviously, you know, it rolls up. Like, people are going to move up, but there's also that need, like, because they're pulling from the same pool. Obviously, WWE is very much all about women's wrestling. You know, mm -hmm. the, the women's wrestling revolution. Like, 
half the show now on Raw or SmackDown or what have you. I feel well, Royal Rumble is going to be, uh, you know. Like, they have their own Rumble. They yep. have their own what, Elimination Chamber. They have yep. their own, like, like they're getting their, like, their side of it. So, it's, it's almost 50% now. So, the maturity process for female wrestlers, like, they get, like, if you're good, like, like, good from a, like, well-rounded, talented, in shape, all those things could cut a promo. These kind of things. If you if you can do that, you're going to move up the line, it, it, and you also are easy to work with. Um, these are all things to move up. And then the thing is, is a lot of the girls like Valentina Rossi. She's on women of wrestling right mm-hmm. now. JC Love. She's on women of wrestling now. Like um, I had Kelsey um, Durden, right? No, well, yeah, Kel- uh, Chelsea. That Chelsea. Chelsea. Durden. I'm sorry, but, I'm sorry. But, but Kelsey. Um, Kelsey Reagan, oh, the, uh, she, she's move, she's moving up. Devlin Macabre. Tornado, right? Um, uh, tornado. Uh, Tulsa Tornado, yeah. Kelsey. I had her. I can't use her anymore because of her contract. Yeah, the, the twins, too, right? Uh, I, I did not have the twins yet. I, I was trying to, but she they got picked up. So, like, yeah. people, like, you only, like, there's a small window of opportunity to try to book female wrestlers. Um, before they start getting bigger and out, like or get more popular, when they get more popular, they're going want more money, just like any other wrestler. So mm-hmm. um, it, it, it's just one of those things. So you know, you gotta, you know, it's trying to strike a like, what lightning in the bottle or, or oh, capture yeah, lightning in the bottle in the sense. So a hundred percent. But you know, I really want um, you know the dream title, like this title, like my plan to not put it completely out there, but. You know, I started Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling with Lethal. Um, Lethal ran the school portion. I ran the promotion side for the most part. And he, um, you know, like we don't have that relationship anymore because I'm on my own and he's on his own. But the thing is, is I I always, I, I want Tampa Bay Pro to grow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I want to do a touring brand. Um, and this is actually, good. I would like this eventually. Dream Women's Wrestling to be a touring brand. And, I, and there's other brands that I would like to actually spin off where it's not just regional to Tampa. It could like it, it could grow beyond that. So mm-hmm. um, it's just I'm still trying to get everything sorted out with Dream. Uh, like I said, you know, from a talent perspective, there's there's just so many uh, females. Uh, there's only so many you can get at a certain time. I, I really wanted to – I ran a one-off show with piggybacked on the Tampa Bay Pro Show but I really want to eventually run full women's show as well, where that could actually, it's, it's not like I can't run Tampa Bay pro wrestling in Dallas, Texas. It doesn't make sense. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But you could, I could run dream women's wrestling in Dallas, Texas, if I mm-hmm. wanted to. Um, and that's kind of like where I can see this, but I'm actually probably going to try having this belt travel a little bit too. Oh, it's even better. Um, so, you know, with some other promotions and things like that. So, uh, so yeah, you know we'll see what happens. Um, the, so the first match um, that uh, or the the qualification for this match or uh, is going to be for at, the title uh, qualification. It'll be for, for the at title. the title, and um, that is going to be uh, Raven Knight versus Emily Locke on that first uh, opening round. Um, so um, so we're going to you know. And so when's this going to be at? That this is going to be at over the top on the thirteenth. Oh, nice. Okay. Yep. So, so that is the Dream Women's Wrestling um, uh, I, tournament match. So, every match on uh, just to kind of put over uh, over the top on the thirteenth. If you want to come out, it's in Retro Rat um, Comics and Toys, 
in Largo, Florida. We have um, that dream match, which is a qualifier, and the rest are championship matches. The SWT uh, heavy, Southern Heavyweight Championship. Um, myself, uh, Dax, is taken on DeAndre Jackson, the big hurt out of South Carolina. Um, if you have not seen uh, DeAndre, DeAndre um, he, he, he is a hell of a, a hell of a talent. Um, he used to travel with Ring of Honor. Um, he's well-traveled um, in, in that area. You know, sometimes you, these guys uh, get kind of caught up in, like, South Carolina's licensed state, so there's not as many promotions and different things like that. But I'm really happy to have him down. I look forward to our match. He's 300-plus pound guy. Super oh, athletic, yeah. About. Yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah, he's a big boy. So you know, we're gonna be slugging it out, and um, it's gonna be a big old Hoff match. Yep. As you said. <laughs> so, so I'll be defending my title on that. We have the um, the uh, just announced on here. I I have made some uh, announcements to this, but um, uh, J T Mercer retired, and um, he was one half of the Hellhounds, which was the Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling. Uh, champions. Mercer did. Um, so JT actually ended up retiring uh, for personal reasons. Okay. Um, he's okay. Um, he just he just decided to 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 wrap it up. So um, they were uh, relinquished uh, of the titles, um, and um, because uh, Cody can't defend both of them, so um, so he has to drop them. So we had qu- a qualifier match at the Palm Harder Show at Vapor Mania, um, where um, Unnatural causes qualified, mm-hmm. um, and they will be taken on the number one contenders, which is the Council of Violence. Um, so the winner of that will be the new Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling Tag Team Champions. So th- that's going to be decided over the top. And then we have um, the uh, Sage Scott, the Trillmonger, or the newly crowned champion, uh, heavyweight champion, will be taken on number one contender, Drake Xavier. The um, and uh, of Cerise, uh, managed by the Princess of Weird himself, but the Princess of Weird, I gotta watch my pronouns, um, Josh Johnson. And um, so, um, that is if, if, if you haven't seen either one of these guys out there, or if you have, you know what to expect here. Sage is a hybrid talent of former uh, collegiate, he played for USF, uh, he was a running back for them, he's just this diesel athletic but he can move he's a cruiser um as well well he is a cruiser style but he's a heavyweight um and um and drake xavier i mean if you know we talk about guys like quack and bush um that that style he he um he, he he's uncanny on what he could do he's super innovative in the ring um, from an aerial standpoint and a reversals counter base wrestler reminds uh, me of Dean Malenko a lot. I mean, really, honestly, his fighting style is uh, very um, not so much a man of a thousand holes, but I mean, he can definitely he, he just, he, pull the book out on you. Yeah. And and when you think you got him, in a matter of no seconds, he's like, wait a minute, what just happened? You and, know? and and Drake and Drake has been one of these guys. I I had brought you know like we talk about bringing free agent talent in and things like that. Drake was one of these guys that I saw years and years ago, and um, he just like he 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 um, he was still growing in his career and getting things together and getting gear and uh, proper gear and all that kind of stuff. And like the transition that he's made, like I kind of was like, okay, great, brought him in for a bit. Then he started doing his own thing, and I think he got hurt, but then he kind of came back and reinvented himself. And 
he really has his best work I've ever seen has been the past three years. And um, he, he, he definitely is, uh, you know, a, a very impressive talent. So those are the actual matches that we have for over the top. And of course we have our 30 man Tampa Bay rumble, which is an incremental rumble, like the similar to uh, the Royal rumble where a, a new competitor will enter every 90 seconds. So um, Torch, what do you think about that? Oh, let me tell you something, dude. Uh, you have the over-the-top rumble, and 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 I and honestly, I talked about that. We're gonna talk about it in a no, little torch. Bit. What do you think about one oh, of the thirty men? Me in the being rumble? involved in it. I'm the commentating guy. All right. Okay. I just I thought I would I would thought I would check. Well, here's here's here here's the thing. I'll never say never. Okay. Okay. Here's the reason being is that. Um, I have a metal plate in my right ankle. Me too. Um, you do too. Okay. Yes, right well, there. then, right there. Man, we got we got to compare our X-rays when we get <laughs> done with this. Um, I got I got to make sure that um, one screw might be a little cattywampus, and they're talking about possibly having to pull it out. Um, but oh, if God. I'm available, okay, for that day, I would love to partake uh, in that. Now, but, but that who's going to throw you out? Torch, exactly. Throw you out. Exactly. Hence the reason I'm why would saying. I not be involved with this? I'm, you know, three hundred between three hundred eighty pounds between you and uh, Mister. I don't know if I, I. I don't know if I'm going to be in it. Well, I, exactly. I got another, I got other business to take care of. Well, you know, I mean, I, I'm I'm one of the 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 largest men to partake in that particular situation, and uh, I think my chances are sounding pretty darn good at this point. So there's a very very high likelihood that uh. I'll be involved on that on the uh, 13th uh, Saturday. All right. Well, uh, you're, and, well, and, you're uh, going to have to talk to uh, to the new owner, uh, Sarge, uh, and, uh, and 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 see what he says about well, that. Well, Sarge Sarge likes to uh, have the uh, money situation, so uh, yeah. we'll see we'll see what might happen on that particular situation. But 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 he's not like the ding dongs like uh, Commissioner Owens and Commissioner no. Week. Or, uh, Commissioner Weeks, so um, so we'll have to see what happens with that. That's a whole other story uh, for another. Oh day. yeah, but yes. show up on uh, the thirteenth. Um, that's our next show. I'm working on our dates right after that, and um, I'm super happy to kick off 2024 over at Retro Rat. It's an outdoor venue, but we got good lights. It's a 6 p.m. show. Um, all tickets are only 15 bucks, um, and you get a badass like retro video game, comic book, toy shop type place to hang out in as well. Um, I'm going to try to get a food, food truck out there as well. Just go, you know, kick off the year the right way. And tell me about UCW. I guess what's the plans? I know we got the fair coming up here. Oh, yeah. We got the fair coming up. Uh, all 10 days of the Manatee County Fairgrounds or at, at the Manatee County Fair. Uh, you buy a ticket to the fair and you can watch all the wrestling that we have. We do... Uh, three shows a day um, throughout the entire 10 days. That's 30 shows. 30 shows. 30 shows that you're able to do it. Our big show, our big two-and-a-half-hour show that we usually do once a month at the Freedom Hall right there in Manatee County Fairs, we'll be doing for the fair itself. Um, that will be our big show on Thursday, Thursday. January 18th, um, which I believe... Um, the, one of the text messages which you heard go off on my phone, um, I believe that uh, the uh, um, uh, chocolate stud 
who still technically has who, the original who didn't lose UCW. the title. Yeah. He didn't lose the title. He still he has stripped. the the UCW original, you know, title. Um, I think he's invoked his his clause because he wasn't there to get pinned. He wasn't there to yeah, actually think, yeah. to, to get it. Now, unfortunately, he had the food poisoning. Um, he got cleared, but I do believe that it might be title for title. The old UCW Universal Champion uh, and the new UCW Universal Champion um, for a unification so Hor- of, of so, both so, of those belts. So you know? Horvath versus Stud. Horvath versus Stud for the unification for the undisputed, of our, yeah, yeah. our undisputed Universal Champion between yeah. the A and the B. Uh, I know that that one um, appears to be in a foot. Like I said, I, I just got the notification while we were here, what, uh, 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 20, 30 minutes ago uh, about that possibility. Uh, Jake St. Patrick, uh, our current and reigning intergalactic champion, um, will be uh, unveiling, we will be unveiling the new logo title um, and presenting it to St. Patrick um, at, that, uh, at that venue. Or at that uh, show, um, the it's Thursday be, show. Yeah, the Thursday show, the 18th. That's right. Which our is the night show. show? It's six thirty. Uh, six. I think. I think bell time for that is at seven. Okay. Um, for that particular one, it, 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 but show it, up around six thirty. Oh yeah, come, get some hey, cotton candy. Get an elephant come, in here and dude, come watch. The if show. it's like last year, there's a bucket of fries, and I'm not kidding you when I say bucket. <laughs> a a literal five gallon bucket of fries this guy makes, and it's unbelievable. They have a Philly stuff pencil right across the way. Yeah. I mean, I could talk to you about the food for hours yeah. on this stuff, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> um, but I mean, Torch lived there for, for oh, like two weeks for like legit 100. Yeah. percent Like I said, we're doing it every single day. It's it, the fair opens up the 11th. That's a Thursday. Three shows that day. We will be doing it. We have full roster all the way, guaranteed. Um, three matches per show. Um, little snippets, and then our big show on the 18th. Um, which what, Dax, we what, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, so what is the first date? I think it's like the 10th, the 11th, the 11th, okay. the 11th, all the way to the 21st. Okay, 10 days. So, if you Every can't make day. the Tampa Bay Pro show in Largo on the 13th, but you can be in Palmetto, you should go to the Palmetto show. I share. See, see, I see, I'm a fair and honest uh promoter here. I agree 100%, Captain. I agree 100%. Or you can come and check out the first show, and I think it's 2.30 that Saturday oh, yeah. morning. There, there you go. And you then go. haul some booty up to see the, the great uh, over-the-top rope battle royal for uh, Tampa Bay Pro up at Retro Rat. Yep. Um, either oh, yeah, way. You can do a doubleheader that There day. you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, okay. The um, So hopefully the weather. Uh, it, both of us have outdoor shows this month. Yep. It's actually been pretty. Dude, past few days have been pretty nice. It's rained a little bit tonight, um, but um, I'm I'm hoping for good weather here. Um, after the last show in Vapor Mania, we got rained out half the show, and then we came back and finished out with two more matches. But hey, that's my first show I ever got rained out on, like fully rained out on, which was technically you get rained out, you got rain delayed. Rain delayed, so we did not get canceled. <laughs> but I, it it did kill my laptops. Uh, I, I I did. Spend two hundred dollars get my laptop fixed from that. Did it really? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. My enter and power button didn't work after that, uh, which is why the music enter. wasn't working after. Um, poor minute at, at the music, he was like trying to get it going, and couldn't get work because the enter button wasn't working. Wow. And um, but, but anyway, um, you know, just a, you know, 
2023 was a hell of a year, um, you know, both for Tampa Bay Pro, Universal Championship Wrestling, oh, yeah. um, as well. I'm super, super stoked to be over there with you guys. And, um, you know, like I said, like, I, I guess, like, you know, you guys have a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, I want to say, uh, keys to success that yeah. you guys are doing. And I think if you keep keep doing what 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 you're doing and you're delivering a good product, um, you know, obviously you guys got the production stuff down, you got the graphics down, you got all that kind. Of, you know, I think you know next step. And I've talked to Johnny and uh, you know about this. Like, you know, you guys are kind of archiving a lot of the stuff, and you still are putting some matches mm-hmm. out. But eventually, I guess the next step for UCW. When you talk about that, just give people like you know like. Like, where do you see it going a year, two years down the road here? Like, to keep doing status quo, you see you guys, like, you know, I don't want to pull the curtain back too much. But well, like, no, no, no. When, 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 we, when we, Johnny and, and the other owners sat down and talked about this, when we started this two years ago, um, we wanted to step into, you know, um, the quintessential, you know, of Sarasota. We'd love to do a, a big sold out show at Robarts Arena. Oh, at Robarts. You know, we, okay. we really want to take, you know, the old school um, feel, you know, what it is, putting over the character, family friendly, 100%. That's the biggest one that a lot of people don't realize. They'll get up there and let, let an F bomb slip or let cuss words slip. We don't, we don't want that. You know, kids 10 and under are free at our shows. Mm-hmm. We want the family friendly organization. We want to make sure that people can come out with their, with their kids and have a good, decent show with no issues whatsoever. But I mean, within the next, you know, three, four years, we want to start getting some, some bigger stuff. We want to start crossing over possibly. And it sounds terrible seeing where everyone is and make sure that we talk with you prior to. We'd love to make it over this way into yeah. the St. Pete area. Yeah. You know, we, we'd love to do, you know, something the way we, we, we almost do a Tampa Bay, a Tampa Bay Pro UCW um, conglomeration. Yeah. A and B. You know, it's, it's having that working relationship and bringing talent together to put on a better show for the people. Yeah. You know, and that's the biggest one, you know, and, and without the people, you don't have anything. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that gets lost a lot of times. Ah, screw it. I only I sold bought ten less tickets. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. But those ten less people that didn't come tell ten people that tell ten people that ten tell people. Yeah. You know, but if you do it the other way, you know, now you've got more and more people coming and coming and coming. You know, we've grown our our, our crowds from shoot, I think our first show was forty people. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're solid running uh, 150, almost. Yeah, you guys people. have. I mean, it, it's um, a it's yeah. a good crowd. I mean, especially for and fired like, up, it, fired up. And, crowd. and, and um, you know, it drives me nuts sometimes. I see a lot of these promotion, these pop ups. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I won't even call them startups. I call them pop ups. So, you yeah. know, your tax refund yep. ones or and guys that get a hair in yeah, and, 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 and guys get a hair in their butt and they want to go and they want to run a show because they want to. And don't get me wrong, if it's like a whatever a charity show or something that's fine but like if you're like like the more saturation that you have um you're going to end up hurting the promotions that are going to stick around like mm-hmm. like me like Tammy pro ucw uh 
Sal over at WWN, for example, mm-hmm. just to name a few regionally. Mm-hmm. These are promoters and owners that are in it for the long haul. Mm-hmm. Like we're not in it to just, you know, make a quick buck and get that, get out. There are promoters that are like that. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's, it, I, and I think that's a problem. And, you know, I tell guys, you know, like when, like you hear the stereotypical money mark promotion, it will pop up. If you're going to pop up, at least run it with a purpose and don't just run one, one show. Yeah. Run a few shows, like get something out, you know, and, and do it the right way. Don't do it the wrong way. And, and, and don't like, you know. Just try to be cordial, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. as far as how, how you work together. Because, like, honestly, you know, you want to have those relationships with others. And But it, it drives me nuts when I see all these pop-ups, and it just it causes a lot of disruption in locker rooms. It causes disruption, um, especially when they go after the same venues. Oh, example. 100%. Like, you don't touch venues. Like, ven- like, like, that's, like, the line. Like, you don't touch a venue unless you talk to the other promoter or you're in the situation. Granted, if you don't own the venue, you don't own the venue. But, like, there's there's kind of, like, that unwritten rule that you don't step into other people's uh, oh, 100%. venues. Like, that's just how it is. You know what I mean? But, um, well, Torch, you, you, uh, you got anything you want to put over at this point? You've been putting over UCW. Oh, man. Not, I mean, not really. I mean, Universal Championship Wrestling, come check us out. UCWverse, dot com for all of it. We run the third Sunday um, of every month. Um, we have all 10 days of the Manatee County Fair coming up, uh, January 11th through the 21st, uh, three, two, three shows every single day. Um, February 18th, um, which is a Sunday in February. That's going to be the one in February for all that stuff. Um, it, it's... Really get, you know, family-friendly, 10 and under. You know, you get two kids for every one one paying adult. Uh, general admission. Uh, in the overall, I, I thank you, uh, Big Dax, for, for letting me come on. Just talking about me. Uh, just talking about everything that's going on. I mean, it's, it's uh, the wrestling business is a very, very exciting time to be in the business. Yeah. Um, it's very, very exciting to see how Tampa Bay Pro's growing, to see how UCW's growing. Um, just in general, it's, you know, great things are going to happen in 2024. I mean, what, this is the, the, I'm hopefully, I think I'm your first one this year, right? Yeah, so, this is it. You know, we're building from here. We can only get better in the overall. So, I mean, I, I thank you very much, Dax, for opening home. I know you people at home can't see. I'm going to shake your hand well, there, big Well, they're going to the Patreon, well. Yeah. Um, so, but, but yeah, man, it, it's been so much fun and so good and gorgeous belt man gorgeous thanks man i appreciate it and um i'll see you guys on the 13th i look forward to seeing y'all at over the top 2024 for the dascats i'm dex signing off thanks Hey, for all your merchandise and collectible needs, check out ShopTampaBayProWrestling.com. We've got merch and more from your favorite superstars. We'll see you there.